0: Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, and joining
1: me as always is Tim. (laughs) Pete, do you feel like every time we review a movie we just, we get more powerful, we transcend? (laughs) A little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit, (laughs) if I'm honest. Maybe this this review will be our masterpiece.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe, uh bad reviews will die tonight uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> welcome everyone this is the horror movie podcast we get together we've watched a horror movie we talk about it it's really quite that simple mm-hmm. and it's a special occasion of sorts because not only is it october but uh it's kind of a big deal when a big new entry in a franchise that's you know, a long-running franchise, something that, you know, we grew up catching up, but the old movies of Mm -hmm. has a new movie, and, you know, we haven't had a new Friday the 13th since we started this podcast, we haven't had a new Mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street since we started this podcast, but we did get Mm -hmm. a new Halloween, two years ago now, three years ago, in 2018, and it was successful, and got two sequels immediately greenlit, and we are here Mm -hmm. today to talk about Halloween Kills, which is Halloween 2 of this trilogy, but Technically, Halloween 3, if they're including the original, it's really awkward because to decide to just call the last one Halloween, it's, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. But, uh, yeah. yes, Halloween kills. That's what we're here to talk about. We'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers, and we'll dive in. Tim, before yeah. we uh, <laughs> before we give our thoughts, you know, our first impressions and, and whatnot of uh, the new one, I think it would be just succinctly, and I say mm-hmm. this because I know t- sometimes Tim, goes into a monologue. Just <laughs> succinctly, can you sum up your feelings on Halloween 2018? Just to put us in the right frame of mind, get into this one.
1: Uh, so I, I won't go on too long about it, but um, what I'll say is when I first saw it, I definitely had some strong opinions on it. Uh, I didn't like it. Uh, I definitely didn't think it was like the worst movie in the world, um, but I just didn't really like some of the directions uh, it went and I thought, um, you know, it, it was dumb to basically you know, uh, erase all the canon and start back, you know, uh, from scratch, basically, you know, just doing a direct sequel. The first one, I didn't really like that. I didn't really like the direction they were going with Lori's character. Um, but I mean, uh, but, uh, and like some of the weird, like comedy elements and stuff, but, uh, I, I still like the kills and, you know, it was good to see Michael back. So I, I really didn't like it, but I also like didn't hate it with a passion. I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. Now uh, I did, um, rewatch it before Halloween kills. Like I think um mm. at the beginning of the week sometime, uh, which I want to ask you if you did too. But um, so this would probably have been the third time I, I've watched it. Um, like yeah, I saw it basically once when it came out, and then I uh, didn't watch it for a long time. and I think like the bl- when the Blu Ray was cheap, I, I bought a cheap copy, watched it again, and then I watched it again before this movie. And after watching it a few times and having some distance with it, um, I still don't like it, but I but I also don't feel like As much as like a you know fiery anger for it when it first came out like i I am just kind of like all right it is what it is i don't love it but again it's not the worst thing in the world definitely could have you know done worse and whatever it you know it exists it's fine um and going into this new one i was actually a little excited um i didn't think it was going to be great and you know i still didn't love the direction and, and everything from the last one but i thought yeah you know it's been a while since we had one of these movies and who knows, maybe now that they got kind of all of the whatever, you know, set up, uh, an introduction to the character, new characters and all the stuff out of the way. Maybe we could just go in, and just have a nice, like, maybe a little cheesy, but fun slasher with this one. So that was kind of how I feel about the first one and um kind of how I felt going into this one.
0: Uh, I also did rewatch uh, 2018. I rewatched it. I don't know, five days ago, maybe just a week ago, something like that. -hmm. Uh, But the first time I'd seen it, since it came out, since we reviewed it back in 2018, and I found myself probably a little more miserable than I was at the time, because I (laughs) I did not like that movie, I was very Mm -hmm. disappointed in it. And I found myself, I think, more miserable on the second viewing. It wasn't so much that it got worse per se, I think it's probably quality-wise, it's still just what I remembered, it just Mm -hmm. felt a bit worse because... the first time I saw it, there was this like constant hope that it'll get better by the end. <laughs> and this time, I didn't have that. This time, I knew I didn't I get like you. the rest of it. So mm-hmm. all of the early warning signs and all the things I didn't like about it just annoyed me more at the start because I knew it wasn't <laughs> going to perk up. So uh, I, I hated the direction, the editing style. I didn't think the pacing was right in the direction for any of the kills or the suspense. Mm-hmm. I thought the pacing in general moved far too quick, too many ideas, all these things. We talked about it at length. <laughs> And the first review, so we can still go and check out. Oh yeah, of course, yeah,
1: go check out the uh
0: the which by the way that that review of the first well, one of the first but twenty Hallowe-t- eighteen's Halloween 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 uh, whatever we call <laughs> it Green some people call it. <laughs> what Tom Green was behind it? Uh, uh, David Gordon Green. No, I know. But I was I was cracking. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 it was a joke. Uh, so. That that review, finally enough, uh, is the longest episode of Screams After Midnight for a movie oh, wow. review ever.
1: Was Matt on that one? I forget.
0: No, it was just does. No, okay, okay. Just does. Uh, yeah. So I won't. I won't remind you what that was, just in case you get scared. But I'm curious to see if we match it. Okay. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll find out. See. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Yes, I was going going into this one just kind of like, I don't really, like last time I was super excited, there were some things in the trailers that were Mm -hmm. making me hopeful for a good Halloween movie. This Mm -hmm. time, I almost thought, oh, maybe because my expectations are so low, maybe because I'm such a bad mood for the first one, maybe I won't, Mm -hmm. you know, be as mad, maybe I'll just get into the fun of it if there's some fun kills. Yeah. You know, Uh, so I was being... (laughs) Like optimistic in kind of a jaded way, if that makes any sense. Yeah, uh, and there was some reactions came out early, some early press screenings or whatever it was, and people were having a variety of opinions. That like he, you can w- never trust those. You never can, but th- <laughs> there was definitely extremes on both ends, which was like okay, interesting. So of course, it comes out. We watched the movie. Um, I actually watched it in Friday. My curiosity got the better of me, and I watched it as soon as i could and then rewatched it just now for this
1: recording just so that it was fresh in my head and i wasn't really... it was e- it was easy to watch it was in theaters but it was also um, yes. went straight to peacock so uh and i, I was uh very lucky because i had actually um got a month of peacock last month uh, to watch the new episodes of ap bio and then uh like i do with all these like dumb unnecessary streaming services as soon as i watch what i want i cancel Uh, But luckily, I still had like a few days left on my uh, subscription, so I was like, "Ooh, okay, like I can just just make it to watch Halloween right away."
0: Yeah, Halloween Kills is on the cock. That is correct. Exactly. Yes, Um, Michael Myers and Michael Scott is uh, (laughs) just just all the Michaels are on the cock. So we watch Halloween Kills, and we are about to. finally reveal our general feelings on the (laughs) film so I asked this with some trepidation Tim Mm -hmm. generally Mm -hmm. no spoilers just general what's your feelings (laughs) how did you feel about Halloween Kills? (sighs) oh boy Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) the the noise the first noise you made was (sighs) oh boy (laughs) I mean it's just I mean mean, this is really tough because it's like where do I start? (laughs) I mean it's uh, I mean, I, I guess I, I can just do a very high level uh, take I mean, on it and just I mean, say it's bad. I mean, <laughs> uh, you might, you might
0: say. I mean, just to to bring an old phrase back, straight up garbage. garbage. Maybe may, may a phrase you use to describe it.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I you know I, I hate to be mean or, or negative, but no, yeah, this is. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, yeah, this, this is straight up uh, bad on like, pretty much every level. And, like, again, it's so weird because, like, all the same people from the last movie, Uh, I mean, as far as I know, I think, like, you know, like, yeah, it's the same director, and I think mm-hmm. he also wrote it, right? He wrote both of them. He wrote all yeah. the movies. Uh, I I mean, I think he
0: co-wrote it with, but uh, I think it's the same team of writers uh, yeah, yeah. as the last one, yeah. I don't think so, it has changed.
1: So it, it's, it's so strange because the first one, again, there I didn't love it, and there was a lot of problems I had with it, but... I still feel like it was a, you know, a a uh, uh, competently Contem- made. Contem- <laughs> <laughs> I must be getting older. Like some words, I just like uh, es- escape me. Um, but like, I thought it was like still like a, a decently well-made movie, you know, like this. I, I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, every story beat in this is just baffling. Uh, that, that's the word I, I keep coming to. It's just baffling that, someone decided that this was a good idea it's baffling that other people okayed it and said yes like this is the movie we're gonna shoot it's baffling that like actors were okay and like no one felt to like speak up like every decision is weird it's way too fan servicey and not in like Mm -hmm. not in like a hey cute little easter egg way in like a Oh, this is just really dumb and, and jarring. The, the first one—I mean, when I say the first one, I mean 2018. The right,
0: first right. one of this trilogy had that problem too. There was just constant teasing of moments from the original being redone. And this one, they find youth ways to do that again. They find ways to bring back
1: lines of dialogue that are really cringe. And interesting. It's... Yeah, and it's so, like, they make such a big deal about, like, hey, remember this character that had, like, one line in the original (laughs) 1978 movie? Uh, Well, they're back, and it's, like, I mean, uh, and I I think I uh, I had a friend who was, like, referring to this as basically, like, this is the, like, you know, Abrams Star Wars, (laughs) like, trilogy for, like, Halloween, and, like, I I kind of get it where it's, like, yeah, it's just, it's not good. They're just retreading so many story beats. The thing that drives me crazy is you know all right so the 2018 halloween it was a direct sequel to the first one all the other sequels are no longer canon Mm -hmm. uh because it's like oh the timeline is too messy you know it's it's uh it got out of control we need to clean it up but then this movie they're like everything is so confusing and like well, not like like it's easy enough to follow, but it's like there's so much stuff that they keep going back to, like uh, there's so many flashbacks and it feels like they're doing so many story beats from the sequels that it's like, why did you go to the trouble to like erase all this canon when like you're just basically redoing uh, all these other sequels like in yeah. one movie? It's so dumb. And um... Yeah, we'll get into specifics, obviously, when we get to spoilers, but there are elements of
0: Halloween Two, Halloween Four, and Halloween H Two O all in this.
1: Yeah, it's and there's like little there's stuff that's like a little Easter egg to Halloween Three. So I mean that's like fine, but like uh, yeah, but that's an actual Easter like, egg though. That's actually something. Yeah, they like, don't that's draw attention okay. to.
0: They don't. They don't yeah. like go wink, wink, and dramatic moment and pause and you know make but sure they, you see it kind of thing.
1: The problem with this, like this stuff, though, and this is not just like a problem with this movie. I think it's just a lot of these, you know, franchise nostalgic movies in general. And why I really have zero interest in seeing the new Ghostbusters movie is because they like they don't just treat stuff as like, oh, here's a little thing for the fan. Like, like, again, like if something's like an Easter egg, that's fine. Throw in the background. It's a nice little wink and nod. If you get it, you get it. But instead, like what they do with a lot of this stuff is they treat everything with so much reverence. Yes. Like no, everything that happened in the original t- t- movie. T-
0: this is. Yeah. Obviously, you're right. This is nostalgia sequel thing now. Mm-hmm. I associate this, first of all, with prequels. Prequels do this where yes. all mm-hmm. of a sudden everything every little detail that people liked about a movie or about a tv show when they do the prequel all of a sudden all of those things have little origin stories everything has to be explained it's almost the flip of that where it's a nostalgia sequel so now all of a sudden everyone is calling
1: him the effing boogeyman the boogeyman (laughs) the boogeyman everyone the boogeyman's (laughs) at large Oh hey Pete, did I mention? Um, it's <laughs> Halloween, so of course you know everyone's entitled to one good scare. You know, that's just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but George,
0: George you know? me about that though. It's that they actually made a callback to that line in Halloween H2O, and it worked in that movie. it oh, yeah. was it, it worked <laughs> well enough in that movie because it wasn't, because in this movie it's treated as this big dramatic moment where, and I don't want to get spoilers, but it's it's a big pivotal moment. Whereas in the in Halloween H2O, it was just a little joke thing that it was like a callback to the original and it didn't feel like they were shoving callbacks every two minutes down your throat and somehow this movie every single thing they do whether it's characters repeating the backstory constantly in dialogue for no reason whether it's uh, repeating straight up moments from the original or whatever (laughs) for no reason whether it's endless cameos of characters Mm -hmm. and sometimes in some cases the actual actors who played those characters Mm -hmm. in the original film um i've got a really jokey thing i want to say about halloween 2 that i can't (laughs) tell spoilers but we'll get there uh what i will say i tweeted this as well as i was watching it is i watched halloween 2 this hospital was far too busy for haddonfield (laughs) memorial hospital i'm just going to put that out there right now i i I know what Haddonfield Memorial Hospital on Halloween night is a quiet place. I, I, I saw yeah. Halloween, too, damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Two, two quick things uh, I, I want to say just while we're still on this sure, topic. Sure. One, uh, uh, a quick little joke uh, that I think you'll appreciate that I don't think many other people uh, appreciate, but um, lately there's been, uh, in my in-law's house, um, they, they have, like, a bear that's been wandering around the neighborhood. Um. <laughs> so where's the, this going well yeah, you'll see so uh, so the first thing uh, I thought of uh, when I heard that is I said well it's Halloween everyone's entitled to one good bear uh, um, so <laughs> yeah, okay. it's not bad it's not bad uh, but then the other thing too uh, just while we're kind of still on that topic about like how annoying it is that like everything has to be you know, have this gravitas uh to it, uh and, and things that were annoying. So this was in the the Halloween 2018 one but I was reminded when I watched it and we were talking about uh offline a little earlier, but um when uh they meet the uh Lori meets uh was it Dr. Sartain or whatever and she says so you're the new Loomis like who talks like that? Like who in real life would be like, so you're the new like person like you know like if i i don't know it's just like so weird and such like a dumb line that like you like it only makes sense like if you're watching a movie uh i i i can't believe i'm saying
0: this because i thought the dialogue in the last one was pretty bad i that was one of my main (laughs) complaints was that so much of it was wordy overly descriptive it just felt like they were just never shut up i think the dialogue is even worse in halloween kills it's so unnatural and it's so constant as well as the other problem
1: And you know what it is, too, is, like, again, if you look back at the, like, original, like, John Carpenter movie, like, every, the dialogue, it just, it feels so natural, and it's just, like, Mm -hmm. it's just people talking, like, going, like, totally, and, like, oh, I forgot my math book, like, you know, like, that's the kind of dialogue you get in the first one, the kind of dialogue you get in this one is, like, evil dies tonight. Like, it's like these big (laughs) proclamations. Like, you know, everyone is like in the Shakespearean play, you know, it's like so stupid. The first time we meet Tommy, he gives
0: a speech on stage at like a bar and like the camera work is so intense and in his face. And he's like giving this monologue about surviving Michael Myers. And it's like, oh my, I'm missing, I'm
1: actually missing
0: Paul Rudd from Halloween six right now. This is how you're making me feel.
1: (laughs) There is like the, I mean, the whole Survivor thing and, and that whole thing, there's so much to get into. I, I, I guess we gotta probably save it for spoilers, but oh, I have so many thoughts on that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have thoughts on so much. Um... And so, I mean, let's get to you because I, I mean, basically, I, I mean, I, I went on like, longer than I yeah. even thought but would, but, but, but uh, suffice it to say, yeah, uh, there's a lot to talk about here. I think it's really bad. Uh, it's very bad in very strange ways. Uh, if I'm going to give it a little bit of credit, I do think that it's not intended to, but it does, a lot of it does come off as campy, so I was laughing uh, at it. So, I mean, the, I, I guess if you want to give it that credit, uh, I, I but was, I mean, that's about it. I think I was in shock
0: and not mm-hmm. really even laughing at anything. And then there's a moment which we'll talk about properly in spoilers, but I will describe it as Michael Myers done some so does something that I would describe as John Wick esque, and yes. <laughs> that was the moment I laughed. In fact, that's the moment because I was watching it after it after it. Uh, we're up in Peacock, and I messaged you. You hadn't seen it yet, and I obviously I wasn't giving you spoilers or anything, but I sent a message to you that said, "This is getting so bad, it's funny levels." That was the moment. It was the John Wick <laughs> moment. Was the moment yeah. I made that that statement. It's so, it,
1: it so funny. I had you messaging me, and then around the same time, I had another friend uh, who had started it. And my other friend had actually, uh, really, really liked the first one. They, they like, they're like really into it. So they're really excited about this one. And even they were like oh, this is bad. Like, <laughs> and, they, and they were, like, messaging me, like, did the same people make this one? Because it does not seem like it. Like, <laughs> well, that's the
0: funny thing, though, is that I, I, I do think the same people made it. Like, I... I this yeah, is yeah, definitely... Yeah. This is worse, don't get me wrong. This is worse than the last one, but it definitely feels like an escalation of the same people. It feels like the
1: same ball going down the hill. Is and it- I, I... Yeah. Uh, I... I couldn't tell, but... uh. I let Me know if, what you think, but I thought this movie also looked really bad. But I wasn't sure if it's because, like, I was watching it on my TV. Like, is that the difference between seeing it in the theaters? Like, um, but I don't know, I just thought it didn't look good, like, even on a you know, like, even like be like, all right, story and stuff out of the way, did it at least look and sound good? And, like, I, I mean, sound, I think John Carpenter was still doing the score, but I don't know, it didn't still, even that didn't like, seem as good as the last one, but I, I don't know, I didn't think it looked that great i agree the music's
0: not as good as the last one there's still there's still moments there's still moments of inspiration in there that i kind of like some of the new plays in the theme or whatever but i I agree it's a bit more experimental this time and (laughs) it's at its worst when it's trying to back up dramatic monologues which you know other than one exception right in the original film the one exception is loomis gives a great speech about michael and it's wonderful it's one of the most quoted things from that movie but other (laughs) than that halloween is not a movie with monologues (laughs) right right this movie is filled with monologues and there's dramatic piano music behind them and it cuts around different scenes as a character's monologuing it's just, and as I, because I watched it again, because you can sort of pay attention to some details on a second viewing in a way you can't the first time, I was really actively noticing just how short some of the scenes were and how it was quickly making a point and moving on. And I saw someone on Twitter say that this movie moves like a, a freight train. That was the setting she <laughs> And all I could say is, I agree, it does move like a freight train. And that is like, probably the biggest problem I had with the last one, mm-hmm. and again with this one, is that it shouldn't move like a freight chain. It's a Halloween movie. It should it should be slow, methodical. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I'm not saying—and the funny thing is, is that people are, uh, I, I think, conflate two things that we say when we talk about these <laughs> movies. I think there's a, a conflation of, it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. But then we complain that it's doing too many homages to the original film. So what do we want? Do we want it to feel like a new thing and do new things? Or do we want it to be the original? You can't have it both ways. Yes, but I'm saying that the important thing to keep (laughs) is the part that makes it feel (laughs) like Halloween. And the thing that you shouldn't keep, the things that aren't actually that important, but when people are doing sequels and nostalgia things, they think are the important things, which is the names and the places (laughs) and, you know, referring back to individual moments constantly...
1: That's yeah. the stuff that doesn't need to be there. The stuff that needs to be there is for it to feel like Halloween. And the problem with, like, all this stuff, too, is it never feels real. Like, it it always, like, screams to me that, like, you're watching a movie. Because it, it's always like, oh, this feels like an unnatural thing that someone would say and instead mm. it's just like it's hitting your little button like in your brain that goes remember this remember this remember this that's like, exactly it It's the remember <laughs> this button that's exactly yeah. it Tim. that's all this movie's doing constantly <laughs> just real quick like i don't want to get like a huge take but are you excited for the new ghostbusters movie
0: i'm not excited no uh but at least like the filmmaker involved and some of the cast i like enough that i'm not miserable but like you know like I'll, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm curious enough i'll see it it might be good don't get me wrong like i do think like we have to stop bringing franchises back and i saw a tweet uh just last week that really annoyed me which is like, it was like an article <laughs> from like i was i don't know if it was ign or something like that but it was like it's ghostbusters afterlife the start of a new ghostbusters cinematic universe and i'm like <laughs> not not everything needs to be constantly
1: happening yeah. like things can end and not come back and they're yeah better off uh, that way most of the time. I, yeah, I totally agree. And, and again, I don't want to go off on a big tangent, but just, uh, I, I just keep thinking about it because that like, to me just from the trailer, I mean, maybe the movie will be great. I don't know, but just the trailer makes it just like reeks of that. Remember this kind of, um, mm. problem. Uh, and also and just to backtrack a little bit, uh, to your point, uh, what you're saying about like, um, how, uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie or there's like too many homages and stuff. And then, uh, you know, if there are, you know people out there, um, that are saying, like, well, obviously, it doesn't have to be like the original, like, you guys are too hung up on that. Um, again, uh, I mean, I, I agree, it doesn't have to like specifically, you know, do the exact same thing or whatever. But a big thing with this whole reboot, what not reboot, what, whatever you want to call it, reboot, you know, sequel to the first one, whatever, blah 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 this new trilogy is that they were specifically going back to do a sequel to the original because they wanted to like, you know, go back to it. And, uh, you know, like, the, like the filmmakers and like the stars and stuff, you know, they talk about, uh, like paying homage to it and wanting to do it right and all this crap. So like, you know, I, I, this is one where I think you can easily say like, yeah, no, if they're not doing it, like, you know, if it doesn't feel like the first one, then, yeah, there's obviously a problem there, especially if that's what they were specifically setting out to do.
0: It feels like a fan film made by people who... and that's, that super, <laughs> <laughs> No, that's Rob
1: Zombie.
0: Uh, that's true, that's true. <laughs> which, for the record, Rob Zombie's films are still worse than this. Right? Let's get out okay. of the way. Right? I mean, do you agree with that? Is, is that something... <clears throat>
1: uh, Are you not sure? Are you actually having to think about it? <laughs> I I think I still uh don't I I think it's definitely the f- the first Rob Zombie movie is probably still the worst in my opinion. Uh, I don't think the second Rob Zombie is good either, but it is at least there's some interesting elements to it. But I don't know, it's probably still worse than this. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd have to sit on it and. <laughs> potentially rewatch the Rob Zombie ones again, but I don't want to, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, You know, but the, the, I, I would probably, like, uh, the, uh, going with my heart, I would say, yes, the Rob Zombie ones are still the worst.
0: Yes, right. So I want to make that clear before I say anything else. But it it genuinely feels like a fan movie. It feels like a movie made by people who... And, and like I say, this is going to sound super, super mean. Right? And I say <laughs> this as someone who actually really likes... Uh, They do a show together, you know, this team do a show yeah. called The Rageous Gemstones, which I really Great like, show. right? Great show. Right? Loved well, they, that they've first done, season. like, a couple of uh, stuff, too. Like, they... Um... Yeah, they done some previous stuff, but know, I've not seen... Uh, was yeah. it Eastbound and Down, I think? Maybe it's the yeah, same Yeah, Eastbound
1: group. and Down. Jeez, uh, uh, there was one <sighs> after that, too, that was, like, their principal's... Say, was it, it might have just been called Principles. I or mean, I, like I, that. It
0: sounds familiar, yeah.
1: But, <laughs> no, I, I think all those shows are really great. Um, you know, the difference though is the, those the, the shows the are comedies. Yeah, <laughs> they the, the horror movies. <laughs>
0: That's very key. Yeah. And the pacing in those is better. Like, I'm thinking of the pacing mm. of the scenes in Rage of Gems. And maybe it's just because they am not trying to shove everything into a 100-minute movie, but yeah. um, I don't think, it, certainly from a writing and directing point, standpoint, especially directing, I don't think that David Gordon Green has the chops to make a halloween movie and i felt it in the last one i feel it even more so in this one and it just it lingers there every single time it's the same with michael or the shape whatever you want to call him it just it feels off and i've got huge complaints about certain things they do with michael in this movie uh i've got huge complaints about i mean i i hated about every character in the film i mean that's a problem <laughs> right in and of itself yeah so we'll get yeah. into that and so many of the side characters who are there to be killed off feel like rejects from their comedy projects and while i like some <laughs> of their comedy work they're just kind of annoying in this uh yeah. so that's a problem
1: yeah, no, I mean, I totally agree, and I I mean, again, uh, you know, if people don't know exactly where we stand, you're like a huge, huge, huge Halloween fan, I mean, am I correct oh, in yeah, saying yeah. the original is your favorite horror movie? Maybe favorite movie? Of all time. Uh, <laughs> favorite horror movie, definitely, of all time. Yeah. Th-
0: like, maybe top five of all time in general, yeah.
1: Yeah, and like, I uh actually came to the Halloween franchise, like, a little later in life, uh, so it's not, like, as big, uh, it's not, like, my favorite franchise, but I do think the first one is a genuine masterpiece, 10 out of 10, it's a you know one of the most important seminal you know horror movies ever made it's fantastic and then you know uh some of the sequels i like some i don't um but uh yeah so like i don't have maybe as strong opinions as you but i do agree 100 i think um there should at le- there's like at least like a certain way that you have to do michael and you have to get them right if you're going to make a successful halloween movie and yeah this movie doesn't do that um i think the with the first one again or you know and again by the first one i mean the 2018 one um i yeah i agree i don't think they made a good halloween movie i i think that one's at least like on its own like if it was not a halloween movie i think it would be like a decent enough like slasher movie uh Mm -hmm. but as a halloween movie yeah i just don't think it works uh but again this movie it's like everything that didn't work in the first one is amplified by like a hundred like it is like strangely, so 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 much worse. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh. Honestly, I think it's probably time to just start going through it because I I
1: have so many thoughts. Uh, w- one uh one last quick sure uh, <laughs> like thing before we go into spoilers cause, and I think this is actually a big uh part of the movie is it feels like this movie is trying really really hard to have a message. It can't just oh. be a slasher movie. There has to be something behind it. If you remember with like the first uh, 2018 movie, they said like, oh, this is like about the Me Too movement. And then I think in this one, they were saying like, oh, yeah, there's like shades of like stuff about like the protests uh, and and stuff that were going on in the country. And I think they whiffed this so bad. Like it it, it feels so hard, like it's trying to have a message. But the message seems so muddled that by the end of it, I was like, I couldn't tell what the movie is saying. Is for or against, and if, and if it, if it is like if they were trying to say like there's this message in here, then it's like okay you you're giving the wrong like side of it than like you know people would want uh or that you know you should have. There's some uh, so there's sometimes <laughs> a
0: problem when you put in like a political theme into a story and you don't actually necessarily have like an opinion that you want to give about right, what was yeah. the right outcome you just want to put it in there so you end up with this weird muddy thing at the end where okay but what was it saying about it though and we'll get into the spoilers why it is kind of muddled by the end um, yeah.
1: and what, what I, I think I, is a, a point I want sorry.
0: to make though on mm. what you just said though about this because the last one I, I did feel it trying to have a bit of that that, mm. that quality right, a bit of a feminism mm. quality to it um they wanted to have these, th- these three generations of strong women. They wanted to have this idea that no one's listening to Laurie. Uh, and that's kind of like someone not listening to a victim. And like I could see what they were trying to do. I don't think it was very successful, but there was definitely like layers there that you could see how they were trying to make it work. And then no one believing her is kind of like, oh, it comes back to bite them all in the ass because it was true. She's right <laughs> to feel terrified, whatever it may be. Um, sure. Sure. The problem that I have with this, though, on this point is that one of the things that I've seen some horror fans who have enjoyed this movie say is that they like the gore, because it is a very gory movie. Yes. Now, I do think that—I don't really associate Michael Myers with gore, but whatever. I could I could get on board with a <coughs> schlocky Halloween sequel that's Michael going around killing people. The problem I have, though, is that if you are t- pretending to have a serious movie and you're trying to have some sort of, like— Higher statement that you want to make, you're trying to have themes, you're trying to have some sort of political uh, commentary in your work. And many horror films do this. You know, many good horror films do this. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. When you cut to absurd cartoony gore or silly deaths that make me laugh, all you're (laughs) doing is belittling any chance you had of me taking anything you're saying seriously. And there's a perfect example in this movie of a death that's supposed to be this big climactic (laughs) moment, (laughs) but then they show like this over the top gore of the result of the death, and it completely like it wasn't working before then anyway, because it was just so hammy and melodramatic. But then they just completely nerf it by like, hey, here's here's enjoy the gore of this character's demise. Yeah. That's over the top <laughs> and like silly and
1: ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's so strange. I mean, like you said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a political message. You know, a lot of times we review movies and we talk about how, uh, you know, oh, like how great it is that this movie is actually saying something. Like, you know, that's awesome. But I think one, it, it's probably like a little harder to, you know, inject something into the whatever 10th, 11th movie of a franchise. <laughs> uh, like, you know, I, I think that's like a, l- a little harder, but I mean, whatever, if you want to do it, that's fine. But the, I, I guess like they did do it a little better in the previous movie. With this movie though, it feels like there was no thought beforehand. Uh, and then like after it was done, they were just kind of like, hey, you know what? We can kind of say that like, this is similar to some of the political stuff that's going on right now. Like, it feels like they were just like afterwards saying like, oh yeah, this kind of fits in into this thing. Cause- it, it feels like there was, like, no thought that went into it. Or if it was, it was just, like, the barest, you know, of allegories or something. It's just, oh boy, it, it just doesn't work. And like you said, it, it's, like, it's it ends up just being really weird and muddy and downright comical <laughs> at some points.
0: And I, I think it's also worth saying that a lot of good horror movies that don't necessarily on face value, you know, you, you look at Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, they're very clearly... Oh, yeah thick with political commentary and satire i wouldn't say the original halloween is but i do (laughs) think that if you if you analyze horror films from an, uh, an era or a time and you look at the type of horror movies that were being made you can actually kind of link the themes of halloween to the social feelings of the time you can kind of link it into like you know in the same way that in the 2000s there was a lot of home invasion movies because there was a si- this mm-hmm. fear of outsiders um, yeah. you have this unrest in horror movies in the 60s and 70s this idea that <laughs> perfect Americana is a lie and that there's evil brewing within that's kind of what Halloween fits into in a lot of ways it's not yeah. like the the it's not like something the film's revolving around per se but it's absolutely there and it feels very natural and it feels very uh, it, it just it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't feel like this ham-fisted idea that is not been thought out to the point where, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the idea. Because I, I think I remember saying a lot about the last movie that there's a lot of ideas in it I like. I just don't think they're handled very well. I think this sure. one, it's harder to say that, but like, I still like fundamentally think that almost any of the ideas on their own, if they wanted to really commit to it and devote a film to trying to turn, like. The hysteria that Michael's causing is a big theme of the thing, and they want to talk about how that drives people uh, to how how that makes society worse. Sure, interesting. Focus on that idea. I think that's it's maybe a tougher sell. It's maybe not what I think of when I think of Halloween, Mm. but yeah, maybe you can do something. Maybe that's how you reinvent this for a new generation. Maybe that's how you make a statement and have a new film but it feels like a tacked-on thing to make it feel like it's smarter when really all it is is, remember this? (laughs) Remember this line? Remember this moment? (laughs) It's still more that than (laughs) it is the actual serious film that it's pretending to be at points, to the point of laughter in one or two scenes in particular. So
1: no definitely i was definitely laughing quite a bit uh, this movie.
0: yes uh i did not expect the penguin to be in this film but uh more on that
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: more on that later yeah. so, i'm joking by the oh, way Just, that's not a spoiler
1: for anyone there's no penguins yeah. but you'll you'll get what i mean though if you watch it there, there was a line actually i wanted to say but um it was. Uh, mm. I don't want to swear on the. Uh, sure. The stream. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I think we'll give
0: the spoiler warning. There, we'll start working to the film. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to dig into. <laughs> so. Let me just
1: grab old Huckleberry
0: and uh, <laughs> we'll get going. <laughs> Full spoilers for Halloween kills from this point on. You have been warned. So the <laughs> film chooses to start. With everyone's favorite character from the last movie, because remember, everyone wondered why did he just disappear in that last movie? Like he just nothing came of him. The boyfriend. Oh yes, the yes, shitty yes. boyfriend character. That's who we start on yep. in this movie. Uh, and did they did they reveal in the last movie that his dad was the Billy from the original? Did they did they mention that? I did not remember
1: that, but they might have.
0: Like maybe I, I... maybe it was the sort of thing where if you remembered
1: Lonnie's last name. Yeah, he might have picked up that his last name was that and Cause sister. I, I I do remember the dad in the last one saying something like I like oh I I got peyote from his dad or something. And then yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I think in this one they say like oh yeah I did peyote with his dad and stuff. But like and I mean and that's the thing too where it feels like so like like they want you to be like I remember this character, remember this character. But like I mean I I've seen the first one quite a bit, but I'm sorry I'm not gonna remember like one like bully's name from the very first movie you know like it, it's like i'm sorry but these this is not like han solo or what, something what's funny is i
0: think that they kind of know this about this character in particular because they actually well they give you a refresher because we get a lot yeah. more of them in a new flashback scene so more than that uh but he, he finds it's- uh he finds uh officer hawkins who is not dead he wakes up uh he was the one who was stabbed by the doctor in the last movie so 13 yeah so he uh he wakes up he's bleeding and he's like yeah michael i have to kill him i have to kill michael (laughs) and that's what takes us to our extended flashback sequence on halloween night 1978 what was your thought so i mean i'll give them credit when it cut to the 70s and you just heard more of a traditional halloween sting like Mm. it was just like the classic music almost playing um Mm. like it it did elicit a a feeling it was like oh okay this does feel like the 70s again like they're they're doing like it was something simple as like the 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 title card that said halloween night 1978 it had a bit of like a soft glow to it as if it was like a like from an old movie like it has that kind of softness, so I was like, okay, okay, they put a little bit of effort into that. Uh, so, what I was not prepared for, though, so this is young, <laughs> young Hawkins, right? Because I remember thinking when I saw the last one, like, was he maybe a character in the original to be meet him? because like, he's not, the, he's not the sheriff. The sheriff would be far yeah. too old, as, as we see in this movie. We see him; he's ancient. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's actually the actor who, who I like from another movie. He's in uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl and he's playing okay. the young hawkins in this and he sees michael at a distance and give them credit they recreated the original mask as best they could for this this flashback sequence and I, I almost got a little bit hopeful because it did kind of feel like the editing calmed down for a bit to sort of mimic the style of the first movie now it went out the window so does michael actually attack someone in a little bit but <laughs> it at least started <laughs> off feeling a little bit more down to earth uh what I was not expecting, though, was the other actor that's about to show up. Uh, Jim Cummings <laughs> from The Wolf of Snow Hollow and Thunder Road shows up playing the exact <laughs> same character he is in those movies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, it sounds like I'm making fun of it, and I-, I guess I am a little bit because it was a little distracting because he has the same, like, voice and demeanor, and I felt like at any point he was going to say something funny. Like, I was almost yeah. waiting for a
1: punchline <laughs> at any given point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's funny because he, he definitely does, like, fit the, like, the character. Like, like not about this guy, I guess, just screams, like, he should play a cop. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is so distracting because it's like, oh, yeah, like, I know this dude from, like, two, like, you know, semi-recent-ish <laughs> you know, movies where he played, like, a very similar character.
0: Yeah, I mean, one was just last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, very, very recent. <laughs> um, he. Yeah, like, I mean, I like seeing him, though, because I like him a lot. Like, I, I did yeah. kind of, like, I got a little side when I saw him. But at the same time, when he starts talking about knowing Michael's a kid and how oh, his mom used to make him play with him and
1: stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> like, what, like, uh, like again, this is just, like, I, I don't know. It, it seems like they, uh, again, are, like, it, it seems like they hate the sequels so much. Like, oh, we're getting rid of all this stuff, and... We're going to do it right and we're going to not make the same mistakes. But it's like, you know, and then they want to do like so much fan servicey stuff. But it's like, I mean, what is like the number one like fan complaint, especially from like, you know, the Rob Zombie movie? It's like we don't want to know about, you know, Michael's backstory. And then they're just giving them all these like little tidbits and stuff. And it's like, I don't I, I hate this. I don't want to know any of this. Like he's the boogeyman. That's it. That's all you need to know. I, I don't need to know uh, about like, you know, th- these kids that were friends with him. Uh, I don't need to know about how he. He stared out the window, <laughs> just <laughs> stared out his sister's window, <laughs> looking at Haddonfield <laughs> like, Jesus, I hated
0: it. <laughs> More on the boogeyman later, because I don't want to go on a rant about that word. Um, okay. But, so yeah, so so they're walking around looking for Michael, some other cops looking around. And then we cut to Lonnie, and I, I guess to try to show that Lonnie's a victim too, because he's been bullied, just like he was bullying Tommy in the original. So these older kids are are being mean to him because he, he stole one of their chocolate bars or something. Yeah. Uh, and I was like a gobstopper because she licks it when she grabs it back. <clears throat> yeah. She licks it and throws it away just so he can't <clears throat> have it. It's just mean. And I I thought that this was... Was it just me or like... Did you think the way that the, the, the tall ginger kid who... I can't remember what the name was, but he, he says something like, and that's what you get for messing with the 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 melvins or something like that like he says like a family like the name malenies uh, yeah i want to say it's yeah um and i was like okay i guess they're going to be important when we in the future you know when we go back to present day yeah. we'll meet the malenies <laughs> at some point and i don't think we ever did no, <laughs> i don't no, think no, so there was no malenies maybe they're going to be I mean, essential
1: when I... halloween ends Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the malenies and the myers have had a blood feud for so long <laughs>
0: The plain white face versus the also plain white face that has ginger hair.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like or, or maybe like Mulaney is like pissed because he is like you know Tommy Doyle was mine to kill. Like Myers, <laughs> you just made an enemy.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, so he's walking home after the police tell him to go home because there's a killer on the loose, and yeah. he trips uh, and. <laughs> Like sees Michael coming towards him, and then he just kind of like tucks his head. But when he comes back up, the cops are there, and it's our two, you know, it's our the young Hawkins and and Jim Cummings, and they're like, "What's wrong, kids?" It's like, "Oh, it he was here." Is it? And oh, I <sighs> right. So right, they... I, I I've not liked a lot of this so far. Right at this point in the movie, <laughs> you have not liked the first like five minutes. <laughs> no, but can I just say the delivery this kid has when he's asked who it was that he saw. And we get this intense close up, and the way like it, it's like there's a moment in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull where people make fun of like um it's the way Harrison Ford says the line part time when he's asked. You know, I think Shia LaBeouf says, "I thought you were a teacher," and he says, "Part time." If you watch the trailer for the movie, it sounds okay. You know, it just sounds normal. It's like, oh, I thought you were you were a teacher. He's like, ah, part time, right? Yeah. But in the movie, they took a different, they used a different take, and it comes out sounding really weird. It's like, I thought you were a teacher. Part-time! Like, it's just a really weird delivery. (laughs) That's what this moment reminded me of, because the kid goes, The Boogeyman! And (laughs) runs away. (laughs) The way he delivers the word Boogeyman. Like, I know... And I actually wouldn't be annoyed at the use of it here, because it would make sense that he might say it given that he was saying it earlier on to Tommy in the context of the original movie. And if they hadn't said it a hundred times in the last movie, it may have felt kind of special that we had another kid say it that way. But,
1: eh. Also, like, I, I do just want to say, uh, one thing that frustrated me about this movie is, um, you know, again, going back to the original, the 1978 original, the, you know, uh, Myers gets away with a lot of stuff but you still feel like okay he could be human mm-hmm. this it, he feels like straight up supernatural like that scene you're just talking about like where you know the cop sees him and then like looks away for a second and then he's gone uh, it, it's not like you know in the original when you would see him behind a bush and then it's like reasonable enough that when you look again he might be hiding behind something it's like okay he must have been the flash uh, to like disappear <laughs> and then like I mean and then there's more so like by the end it's just straight up like oh, okay yeah he there's no way he's not just a regular human <laughs> like yeah when yeah. we get to it by the end but I mean yeah the, already at this point I was kind of like not taking it <laughs> yeah so the,
0: the cops going to the Myers house uh, I kind of hated even though I love Jim Cummins I kind of hated it. it went to like a monologue it was like that's it that's the Myers house. Where he killed his sister in nineteen sixty three. Why are you telling me this? That we yeah. know this. This is like stop it, regurgitating it, the, the original movie, please. Is this
1: where is this where you said the
0: line that you're telling me about? Oh no 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 no. That's <laughs> like that's that's the that's Little okay, John okay. and Big
1: John who have that line. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll get I, to that. I, I get confused because, like, everyone tells a Myers story in this movie. I know, everyone's telling. You'd
0: you think 40 years would be enough time and not everyone would be constantly referring back to
1: Michael Myers and what happened on yeah. that one night, you know? so Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I got more to say about that, but I, I think I'll, I'll save it for a little bit. Also, uh, I just want to say, like, um, that this is, like, a horrible idea and it really, like, takes away the mystique of, like, um you know from the first the ending of the first movie where it's like oh he just disappears and it's like and yes obviously like you know we see some of what happens like you know in halloween too because you know it takes place like right after but this like i don't know seeing him get arrested and stuff is like so stupid like it's just I mean, it's so like demystifying yeah. <laughs> obviously he did you know because yeah. like <laughs> given the premise of
0: the last movie but yeah it's like actually seen it it's like some stuff's just better left to the like, imagination
1: There's something about, like, a slasher villain where it's just, like, seeing him being able to be, like, arrested by cops or, like, when you see, like, Jason being taken down by the army, it's just something about it that just doesn't feel right, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of Michael's, a lot of the shape, I should say, a lot of the shape's mystique is that he's smart enough not to, like... know confront lots of people he waits for his moment to strike he, he waits in the shadows that's a lot of what halloween is uh, I, yeah. i've got i've got a whole rant to go on given what this movie does with some big scenes so yeah uh, that. so many things to rant about. let me save
1: that
0: <laughs> uh so jim cummings stands in the sister's room and looks out the window notices the footprints and he's like in the middle of a line when michael just sort of jumps out at him and start and this is where it starts doing the quick cuts like the only one who should be cutting in this scene is michael Right, the, mm. Michael's the only one who should be cutting. The editor needs to calm the f, f down. <laughs> like, all it, I, I just I'm frustrated us with so much. Uh, <laughs> so we have this weird thing where Hawkins comes in and he he can't get a clean shot, so he tries to shoot Michael, but he shoots his partner instead. Um, so he feels guilty, even though Michael was killing him anyway. It's not like he was going to survive if he didn't shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just to put it in perspective, but Michael's yeah. able to walk out. He just misses, but the police are waiting for him outside. I guess we'll come back to that. Cause that's more of a later flashback when we come back to that. But, um, you
1: he... uh, know, I, I, I forget. Cause the, geez, uh, I, I thank you for taking with the bullet watching this again. Cause I didn't want to, but even though I just watched it only like two days ago, uh, there's so much going on in this movie that I feel I forget like where some stuff takes place. Like, uh, is this where we get Loomis, or was that no, a flashback? This layer. The, okay. They mentioned
0: him in the opening flashback. They mentioned yeah. oh, Loomis shot him six times in the chest. Uh, yeah. but that's
1: about. Uh, <laughs> but that's just another thing. Like, my God, there's so many flashbacks in this movie, and not just to this movie. You also get flashbacks to uh, the last the movie. Last movie. <laughs> and and, and d- did you? Amazingly, and? amazingly, yep, you get yep, a flashback
0: yep. to Halloween Two, which is out of continuity. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> don't you think I didn't notice this? Especially since I no, watched no, Hall- I, I watched Halloween One, Two, Four in twenty eighteen <laughs> in the last week or so, and I I I was like cackling when. The- yeah. and don't get me wrong. Yes, the, the 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 scene of the of the sheriff or yeah, I guess the sheriff. Oh, the sheriff? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. Annie's dad, right? It's nice. I, I'm just trying to remember if it's a sheriff or a captain or whatever the rank yeah. would have been in the town. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, So, obviously, him finding his daughter's dead body was something that would have happened then, anyway, even without the events of Halloween 2. Yeah. But it still makes me kind of laugh that to show this moment, they had to use a flashback of halloween 2 yeah. a movie that is
1: no longer in continuity <laughs> it's just it's, kind of funny it's so yeah i mean yeah it, it is definitely something to laugh about but it, it is just so wild that it's like all right you can't erase these movies and then show us like footage from them. like jesus oh <laughs> uh,
0: yeah but you're right though that there's moments later on where L'Oreal mentioned i saw his face and it cuts back to the moment in halloween 1 where it happens uh there's moments where Uh, someone else will say they survive something and it'll cut back to moments from the original or the last movie um you know i think when uh hawkins tells the story about what the doctor from the first movie we see that scene again like as he's describing it it's just over and over again and it's funny for as stupid and convoluted as the as the continuity got in halloween as it went on Mm. i feel like it never did this it basically no, no, never no, no. did no. a flashback. I mean, the Halloween two does start with the fin- like the final scene of Halloween plays again at the start of the movie, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't count that as the same thing. Right? Yeah. Uh, to me, that's just them sort of trying to really establish the idea it's just going to continue. So they just sort of yeah. show the ending and continue from there. But, um, yeah, I, I yeah, they were doing this constantly. Uh, obviously, those are just cuts mm-hmm. to the movies, whereas this is an actual. They made a flashback. They made it look like the seventies. They do what they do. All that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, again, I probably just sound like really mean, but like I think it's just like bad filmmaking. Like, you know, you, you shouldn't need this many flashbacks. You shouldn't be flashbacking to a much better movie. Like, you know, it's so, It's a bad movie, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. It, yeah, there's so few
0: movies where I, I feel like I'm like actively disagreeing with every filmmaking decision that is being made, like uh, in every scene. Yeah. But I, I, I mean it's not literally everyone. i'm sure there's a, there's at least one moment i like towards the end which i'll get to but, um, but for the most part for the most part i i i i'm just sitting going why are you making this choice why are you doing it this way and why is this the story direction you're taking uh so when it cuts back to present day it cuts to i think again if i get things slightly of order it's not a big deal because once it starts cutting around a lot of different characters it's hard to tell we'll probably just stick with certain characters when they split up um
1: does it start with the with the uh, driving away from the fire? Is that what it cuts to? No, it actually goes to the bar first. The bar first, oh, okay. We right. get introduced to
0: uh, <coughs> a couple, a married couple. Uh, the joke is, is that she's a doctor and he's a nurse, but they're they dressed up as their opposites. Obviously, she's like a sexy nurse, but he just looks like a normal, <laughs> you know, guy in scrubs. Uh, but so for, first, Hilarious. this is just one of these weird things uh, that felt like. The setup that didn't really have a payoff, which is that she's kind of like being mad at him because he's not standing up for himself and it's kind of emasculating. And then I thought, well, okay, they're probably going to die, but maybe he'll get a moment to be brave before, you know, before they die. She'll get to see him be brave and it'll be like a, a little payoff.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I think like the whole, like, uh, yeah, the, they're dressed up as the other one, like, yeah, I think that's supposed to be like really funny when it's just like whatever. Uh, and then also, I think it just oh, really... also,
0: actually, it's the same thing they did in the last movie because Bonnie and Clyde, they switched the costumes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the
1: same... So funny. It's same joke. <laughs> it was the same thing ha <laughs> ha um i mean would you believe it the woman's a doctor the guy's a nurse too funny too funny um <laughs> uh but the uh but also i think it's just like a really annoying way to like introduce you all to the new characters like they just like immediately you know ingratiate themselves to like this survivor group and like i feel like they're just always in awe of like Oh wow! Like you're Tommy Doyle. Like I heard you survived the Michael Myers. Like it's well, an early, like no, it, they don't obvi- they don't say that directly, but you know yeah. it's basically like that. Like <laughs> but what gets me
0: though is the way they introduced the new- It's because they want to like sort of hide them a little bit and sort of tease the fact that we've got like returning characters. So they do this thing where they sit down at the tables, kind of They're kind of up a level. You know, they, 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 yeah. when you're at a bar, there's like a, a slightly level that's up maybe like a foot or two. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're like behind and higher up than these this couple that we're introduced to, and. The point of this scene, before it gets going, is that the, the husband like sort of braves up and says, hey, can you guys keep it down because we're trying to enjoy the talent show that's happening? And they, yeah. they apologise. But it's this weird, like, awkward beat to introduce these returning characters. Now, <laughs> I, I also have to say, so the Doctor from the first movie, who also came back for two in H2O, but obviously they're at a continuity you now, she's back, yeah. uh, Marion, or Marion, whatever yeah. her name is, um, mm-hmm. she's back, and... Well, I get why some of the other survivors might have met each other at support groups or they just knew each other anyway, I do think right. the age difference and the circumstances of which she encountered Michael Myers is so different to the other characters. And the fact that they were kids at the time makes it a little bit weird that they're all pally and like... Without like, a doubt, yeah. yeah. We're all friends. <laughs> we all survived Michael Myers. Like, how did you yeah. meet each other?
1: Yeah, what, yeah. like, was she, like, hanging out with them, like, when they were, like, ten years old and stuff, like? Was
0: there, like, a, a court case
1: you had to go and testify at? Was Michael
0: actually on trial yeah. for, for murder and y'all had to show up and that's where you met? Yeah, maybe there was. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know. For the love of... I don't want to know. Don't don't demystify him anymore by showing me the court case, please,
1: movie. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Um. Yeah, uh, It's it's really, really weird um i don't get it <laughs> I, I don't get it and then also uh and, and so i, I mean guess, you know going uh ahead a little bit but well not um, too far i've got a couple of things well, no, to no, share, not, but... not too well, no i just want to talk about so so wait this is uh, this bar is doing a talent show but mm-hmm. tommy doyle goes up and basically just like gives us like like is he sp- is he part of the talent show or did he just want to like interrupt everyone's good time and, like, give this, like, monologue about Michael Myers.
0: Very very intense monologue with a lot of intense close-ups, might I add, where he talks about two little kids were stalked, but one babysitter protected them,
1: and I was that little boy. (laughs) It's a really dramatic thing. Um... It's like, all right, who's going to win the prize? Uh, should we give it to this guy that just talked about <laughs> he's how he was a... almost killed as a kid, or should we give it to the ventriloquist? He's not even
0: wearing a costume. He's, he's He walks up, yeah. he's, he's wearing a jumper. Uh, sorry, a sweater for the Americans. He's just, yeah.
1: he... All right, so I, I think maybe maybe now we should get into it. But, uh... well, hold on, hold on. The one
0: final little detail I want to say about okay. this scene <laughs> is that uh, Lonnie, when he ends just sees Tommy... He goes. I used to give this guy a hard time when we were kids, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." Don't. Why are you overly? Just the fact that you're Lonnie and now you're friends with Tommy, is enough. Like, anyone who cares about who you are and recognizes the name from the first movie will be like, oh, hey, they're friends now. They grew up, you know, he matured. They're not assholes to each other anymore. That's nice, right? Instead, they have to be like,
1: I used to bully him, just so you remember who I am. Just in case, like, you don't want that one fan to be like, um, in the first movie, they clearly were enemies, but now they're friends. Can you explain why that, like... all right but here's something i want to talk about uh and i I guess we can start here because it Mm -hmm. it really is a big part of the movie and permeates um the the whole film but i just i don't find it believable that michael myers has had like such a grip on this town and these people like the way like obviously they were through a very traumatic experience but um It was like 40 years ago and and it's not just them like because by the end of the movie you know they they make it seem like you know the whole town has been living in fear of Michael Myers like for years and I just don't understand why because he was like you know locked up for 40 years like at, at what point do people start thinking like like why does everyone seem like they were expecting him to break out. You know, what I mean, mean? like if the sequels were intact, I would understand because it's like, (laughs) oh, he's done this like five times already. (laughs) You know, like we got to be ready. But they're not. It's just the one movie that I mean, obviously, 2018 happened. So maybe people are starting to hear about that. But before then, though, like, why would people be like you know, so scared of incident.
0: Maybe, like, maybe if you look at the ages of everyone who goes in the mob later, maybe you could say, oh, they're all at least in their 40s, so they're old enough to remember, at least as kids, the hysteria of the original incident, right? Because, like, everyone who's under 40 <laughs> really shouldn't <Yeah. laughs> really have this this weird, like, connection to it in the same way.
1: Because it, they it's weren't just around, like, you know? I don't know. It, yeah, it's just so weird. It's just like, I don't know, like, are there people still in, like, you know... San Francisco whatever, that are afraid of the Zodiac Killer. Like, you know,
0: it's weird. Well, I think maybe the argument is going to be it's a small town, right? So it it lingers more, right? Mm -hmm. I I think this goes back to what you were saying earlier, though, about them making everything feel important, is that they're treating the the legacy and the aura of the shape of Michael Myers like we do as a cinema audience. They're trying to have the characters in the movie feel like we do about the movie itself. And yeah. the problem with that is it just doesn't actually work. It just doesn't make sense because it wasn't I, like there's a character in the first movie, the, the shitty boyfriend character, not the, the main shitty boyfriend, the other shitty boyfriend uh, who <laughs> died in the first movie. He had a lie in the first movie was like, <coughs> "What?" So some dude with a knife killed five people. Like that's nothing compared to what happens like on a monthly basis these
1: days. And yeah. He kind of had a point, like, like so, yeah. That's I like like, you know, growing up, there have been people that like you know like died in my town but like i i don't remember it (laughs) you know yeah i I certainly don't remember the perpetrators names of any like murders that were local you know and like and yes if it was a big serial killer like obviously that would probably be something that would stick with you but again Mm -hmm. just like to the point where it's like yeah we have like these survivor groups and and again like in this beginning like thing it's not um you know as big a deal but then it you know, like we're saying, like by the end of the movie, it feels like the whole town has been riled up. And then, like, this has been Michael's plan like all along. Like, it's just so stupid. And Look, it's again, so- it just annoys me with erasing the sequels because this is a plot line that I feel like would make much more sense if you had all these other sequels intact where it's like, well, no, he, this is like happens every decade and people are bracing themselves for it or whatever
0: the The problem i have is that this would be fine conceptually okay so tommy Lindsay, you know the kids from the first movie and maybe lonnie as well included like if you if you're going to retcon that he also had a you know a moment with myers and he kind of did he ran into him in the first movie if you remember that there's a moment where he's, when he runs away from tommy he actually right, runs right. into michael outside the fence and it's not it's not a big moment yep. but it is there um yep. But, you, and you retcon a moment for him. So, okay, so all these kids who know, knew each other they're the same age, and they lived through this trauma because they did, I mean, two of them were there that night, and they remember all their, you know... T- that some of them in some cases maybe big brothers and sisters got killed whatever it was <clears throat> okay fine i buy that they maybe started a tradition where every halloween because it's kind of been ruined for them because of that incident yeah They maybe they get together and i buy that tommy maybe always makes a speech and i would buy that maybe you know the bar guy and maybe like the local crowd who know who he is like always entertain yeah. him and give him a little clap and sort of say yeah sure like whatever but yeah. <laughs> it's presented in a way where they all take it very seriously it's presented in a way where no one's going like he I'm not saying he should come across as crazy Ralph from Friday the 13th but he should come off <laughs> a little bit as a oh that's kind of you, know, you feel a little sorry for him like he's still making speeches yeah. he still looks so tied to this incident he's not getting over it that would feel a bit more realistic instead tommy's just this angry guy the whole time he's always got this intense face on he's he's never got any expression that isn't just i'm still haunted by that night and i'm going to go after michael Myers with a baseball bat because that'll work yeah because guns knives and everything else hasn't worked so a baseball bat or an iron (laughs) as one lady tries later on the
1: movie apparently so <laughs> yeah i i missed that the first time but i saw other people talking about it i was like oh geez, that's so weird uh, uh, And yeah like geez. the whole bat thing it, it's so weird like it because it, it feels like there should be some like significance to it but <laughs> there's not it's just like this weird uh, little, like, detail. He clings <laughs> to it, there. yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and I did really laugh, like, uh, so, you, you know, at, at one point when they think Michael Myers is outside the barn, like, they run out, you know, he grabs the bat and they run mm-hmm. out and then, uh, again, I, I can't swear, but, like, you just hear someone in the background that goes, like, F him up, Tommy Doyle. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's like first, it's like they're using their whole name just in case, like oh yeah, you forgot this is a character from the first movie, and then it's also just yes. like someone like you know cheering him on, like Re- yeah, get him.
0: <laughs> remember, remember Tommy Doyle. Remember, him. yeah, that's him. Uh, it's actually here. It's, it's basically this when he talks Laurie that it cuts to finally cuts to Laurie and the family <sighs> on the truck and uh, you know let him which to yeah. be uh, as a standalone moment, her yelling let him burn. I like, because yes. I said I like yeah. that teaser when it came out, and it is a good
1: idea. a little moment's fine. Um, and one thing I will give uh, these movies credit for, the last one did it, and then this one did it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, I, I don't, not great movies, uh, they always do leave me at the end wondering what's going to happen next. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, especially this one, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. But then, uh, yeah, like in the last one, I was like, okay, like, he's stuck in this building burning. Uh, I am curious about how he's going to get out to it. Uh <laughs> The answer is not very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> well, so well, yeah, that's, I guess that's what we're getting to. Uh, well,
0: I, the one I I do like that like, line
1: though, like you're saying. Yeah.
0: yeah, the one complaint I have about this though is kind of retroactively ruined a little bit because for some reason they never even like Laurie and the girls both just believe that Michael's defeated for a bit, and obviously it's not true. Yeah. And eventually, two of them find out, and then Laurie's a little bit later, but <clears throat> like you yelled let him burn and were worried that they were going to save him and yet you just assumed he was destroyed and killed when you got to the hospital yeah. that felt a bit weird and inconsistent to me but you know that is weird yeah minor in the grand scheme of things but weird so yes, we have to get to Michael versus the Fire Brigade. Um, <laughs> so, so the Firefighters come to Laurie's house. They're trying to put the fire. Everything's ablaze. It's you know, it's it's like hell. I, and that's you know, when they were sitting writing the script, you knew that you know that <laughs> asshole, uh, Danny McBride and David Gordon were sitting there going, "Oh, it's like he's walking out of hell. He's coming out of hell. He's oh, rising yeah, from yeah. hell." <laughs> that's the spiritual symbolism of all this. <laughs> Right, so yeah, firefighter falls through the floor and uh, you know calls for help. Michael comes out, kills him with whatever tool he had. I don't even know what you call it. It's, it, it's kind of pickaxe esque, but it's not quite that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like
1: an L shaped thing at the end. But it, regardless, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure people who know their tools will be like, "This is what this is." But <clears throat> and this is like just like a, a, a again like you know we're just straight up doing action scenes now. Yes, like,
0: yes. Th- right. And so, Okay, fine, he walks out, he kills this one guy, and then a firefighter, another guy, like- come, comes to help him, puts his hand out, and you see Michael's hand come up and it cuts away. Okay, fine, that's a fine yeah. way to end that scene. Okay? <clears throat> yeah. uh, I, I don't really have that... I mean, I, I was in love with the way it was shot, but I don't really have many complaints so far. Sure. But then you have Michael walking out in slow motion. How, how many times, may I ask you do you think Halloween <laughs> 1978 how many times do you think that movie had slow motion in it
1: uh, I'm gonna guess
0: zero <laughs> now I don't know for sure I haven't checked mm-hmm. I haven't like you know watched it with a fine tooth comb but I do not yeah. believe that that film had slow motion and if it did it
1: was very subtle because I don't remember it and I've seen it well, a lot uh- I mean, again, that movie never—that movie understands, and John Carpenter understands, which is why you know he's very good at what he does. Is he understands? It's much scarier to have him off in the distance, have him hiding mm. in the shadows. He, uh, yeah, is this like scary creature that like you kind of see out of the corner of your eye? He's not someone that's walking in slow motion in this big fiery background with mm-hmm. musical stings and stuff like that. Just, it's, hey, hey, yeah, it just takes away any tum, mystical. <laughs>
0: Scary guys don't look at explosions. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> no, so we have this scene. He walks out, and he's, he's actually holding this tool still in his hand, like he's like getting ready for a fight. It's it's like we're gearing up for like like an action scene and all the firefighters are sort of looking at each other going oh shit like that- they clearly they cl- I- know enough about the legend of Michael Myers that they're yeah. like shit okay one guy's got his axe ready and what I thought one was weird one enough- spraying them with the hose well, th- that was the thing like two or <laughs> three of them like get we- like actual weapons ready that could be used yeah. as proper defense items and they mm-hmm. just stand there and watch as the guy with a hose just hits them with some water as if that's going to yeah. do anything <laughs> and sure enough he's the first one to get killed and we have this Those- scene of Michael killing everyone at the scene and it's and there's like wide shots that you see here and it is very quickly cut but there's wide shots here where michael's like blocking attacks and then like swinging and it's like mystique (laughs) michael myers the shape has a mystique and you're chipping away at it and the biggest problem i have with the scene though isn't even necessarily about the scene itself it's more about the fact that when we get to the ending right because a big part of the ending is the idea that if you trick Michael into a situation where you where he's out of his comfort zone... Because, again, on paper, this concept is actually really good, right? Michael always stalks alone. He waits until you're alone. In and, and low numbers, he's in the shadows, he comes out, and he kills you when it's safe for him to do so. And that's partly why he's so menacing, is he waits, right? He he waited for 15 years before he came home. You know, this, this, you know like, Michael waits. That's what right. he does. i'm telling you, jerry he's a waiter
1: (laughs) and the idea
0: (laughs) that to beat michael if you trick him into a situation where he's surrounded by people you may actually have a chance and that takes him out of his comfort zone and that's a big part of what the ending and we'll get to that properly at the end do you know what ruins that idea well you have him do it at the start of the fucking movie (laughs) you've already seen it by the time we get to the ending and the big plan plays out we've already seen it we've seen him like block attacks and and, like you know revert and like and like tact. you know he he turns a buzzsaw back onto one of them he yeah like, he, he, he straight up blocks kicks and hits and things. And it's, it's like, it's not quite I mean, John Wick yet. We're getting to the John Wick stuff later. But it, it, it is I mean, an action scene, right? And it's funny yeah. that not that long after Malignant, we're sitting here talking about Michael Myers <laughs> in an action scene. Yeah.
1: <sighs> uh, well, I, so I got a couple things to say. First of all, I don't know if yes. you want to take the the time down in case you need to edit out. I well, I will. I'll,
0: I'll bleep myself. I'll bleep myself. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, but first of all... Uh, I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because, I, again, I, I will defer to you as the Halloween expert, but I feel like John Carpenter, he wasn't afraid to also show, like, Michael Myers get hurt. Like, the end of the first mm. Halloween, you know, he gets shot and he, like, you know, flies back. And I feel like, you know, we could do that here. Like, if you're spraying them with, like, a high pressure hose that's, you know, meant to, you know, douse fires, that, like... Yeah, he would stumble back. He's not uh, the Terminator, you know. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it just takes out like any, you know, just like sense of dread or anything and, when uh, and it gets worse later on. But like, you know, you said and we, we've been talking about like, yeah, they just turned him into John Wick where he's just like unstoppable. And he's like, yeah, um, and, and, turn all the weapons. And I think to on. be
0: fair, because I know people are going to see it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. The original Halloween does push the boundaries of believability because yeah, 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 he does get stabbed in the eye and then he gets back up. He does get stabbed again. He gets back up. He gets shot six times and he disappears for the final shot. Yes, yeah. there is a, a suspension of disbelief. There is an element of, okay, at the end of the film, you might believe maybe just maybe there's something supernatural about him. Cut to mm-hmm. black. And, you know, I always say that Halloween 2 and 4, will I enjoy them? Or will I will enjoy H2O i still when i watch halloween the first one i still think of it as a standalone movie that has no continuation sure. everything else is, is basically fan fiction right everything else basically is should have been an anthology <laughs> at the end of the movie like that's how i like to imagine the story ended yeah. is just you know he disappeared into the night and he can't you know kill the boogeyman he can't kill evil right cool yeah <laughs> uh so you have this ridiculous over-the-top scene. And this is the thing, where if this was a silly slasher movie that just wanted to be a silly slasher movie, I wouldn't necessarily think Michael's the right fit, but maybe I could get into the carnage a little bit. Maybe I could get into it some more. Right. But we got stuff to get to, man. I, oh.
1: I just, one last thing about it. Did you hear that there were like, people online uh, that were starting a <laughs> yes. petition to cut the scene out because <laughs> they didn't like him killing firefighters? <laughs> Trust me, Michael's pretty equal opportunity when it comes to murdering people. I don't think it... Mars. <laughs> uh i just i mean again i don't want to get into a huge r- rant but there's just such a weird way people uh like i don't know uh how they view like art nowadays where <laughs> it's like well like, i don't know like people like really think like like everything has to like reflect like real life and stuff and it's like it's just a movie calm down i can assure you no actual <laughs> yeah, firefighters yes, were harmed in the yeah, making of that, this movie. Like, it's, it's so bizarre. And, oh yeah, how dare Michael anyway, Myers disrespect. It feels, <laughs>
0: it feels like made up outrage. It feels like the crowd that normally complain about people being too awoke making up yeah. something to be outraged sure. about that kind, yeah. of, kind of mimics and maybe even mocks what like, other outrage is but is yeah. clearly silly and has no yeah. value. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. Anyway,
1: um... God, yeah, I mean, oh, God, we're barely into uh, it. I, 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 I feel, I
0: feel like the later stuff will be eat quicker though, because we, like we're kind of like bringing up a lot
1: of the the themes and problems with yeah. the these things. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of have to go to the bathroom, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can make it before I need we, a bathroom break. We're, we can pause, We could have
0: a pause. If no, you no like. we're, we're good. We're okay. good. we're good for, okay, now, we're good for, for now. now. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, so, for, yeah, for, from here to get to the hospital. Uh, for some reason, they're really gratuitous with, like, Laurie having surgery, where you can see, like, her intestines at one point. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, they they do have a moment where, like, you know, uh, Karen, Judy Greer's character, remember, you know, realizes that her husband's dead <laughs> and looks at her wedding yeah. ring. And uh, <laughs> Allison, like, kind of realizes that her dad's dead and they kind of hug and, you know, yeah. whatever, right?
1: Fine. Also, it, I don't think I really notice it, like, the first movie, but, like... I don't know, is the name Karen just ruined for any character now? Because uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can't hear it without thinking. Actually,
0: Tim, I think, I don't know if I want to say it's intentional per se, but I do think that it is kind of mildly amusing. As much mm. as I think all of it fails to like do what it's supposed to do, I do think it's kind of amusing that when everyone's freaking out later in the movie and mass <laughs> hysteria is taking over and everyone's letting their emotions take over I do think it's funny that Ka- the person called Karen is the only one who's trying to like be sensible and keep a level head I do, that's I do think that's a little that's bit fair. funny yeah
1: <laughs>
0: so that's I true. don't that might be intentional it might not be I'm not actually sure but I'll, I'll give them that yeah. but yeah I know what you mean you mean no the, yeah, the name Karen it's hard not to just there's, there's a stereotype to that name now and it's like there's yeah. so many people named Karen who who can't escape the fact that they're named Karen it's just a yeah. you know their fault
1: (laughs) so uh i'm not like you know being into like the i I guess like the halloween fan uh community uh so i don't really know like all the ins and outs about uh you know some of the things people say about um you know the the other movies but you know what i kind of gathered from seeing people talking about this movie that uh the original you know halloween 2 people I guess a common complaint people had about that was that uh, Laurie was just stuck in the hospital the whole time, not really doing much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so you think think like, the filmmakers would probably know that and learn from that, right?
0: Laurie in this movie never leaves the hospital when she gets there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, a- she's actually pretty sidelined. She's not really involved in the main plot yeah. at all.
1: Uh, once we like get I, there. I don't understand. Like, Is this stuff uh, is this like a coincidence or is it intentional? Like, are they intentionally trying to like like, mimic beats from these other movies? I I will, I'll, I'll say blatantly right now. I think the original
0: Halloween two is a better Halloween at the hospital movie than this movie is. I think (laughs) Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers, actually, it's not like amazing by any means, but I think it does a better job of the, the mob kills an innocent person. Uh, Mm and factors it into the plot better than this movie does it i think yeah. that halloween h2o has a f- and this is funny because halloween h2o i would not describe as a, a subtle film or a nuanced <laughs> film i would say that it has yeah. kind of hammy in places but i actually think compared to these movies it actually does a much more kind of believable version of a middle-aged Laurie Strode kind of like oh she's got a bit of a drinking problem because you know that did mess her up as a kid but she's not like turned into like some weird demented Sarah Connor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> who's obsessed yeah. with the idea that he's coming back for her someday like you know <laughs> uh, so yes so what I'm trying to say is is that 2-4 and H2O are all better than this movie oh without uh, a doubt yeah and this movie takes elements of all of those uh, yeah so you know take it really well um <laughs> so we, we we go back to the bar around here and this is when lonnie gets a call from uh his son cameron the shitty boyfriend who so he goes to meet cameron this is where they first find out about some stuff it's on the news around here as well and the the couple right the doctor nurse couple they're like shit that kid from the first movie who's on the news he he's he mm-hmm. loves across the street from us shit that's our neighborhood we better get home yeah. and you know do stuff and they they go out to their car and he's like, oh, shit, my stethoscope. I left that with a nurse lady from the first movie. Let, let me go grab it. And we have a scene where the wife gets into the car and, and I'm going to call her the nurse because she's in a nurse outfit, even though that's not right, what right. she really is. But just for the sake of simplicity, she's the nurse and the husband's right. the doctor. Uh, She's in the car and like someone sits up in the back seat and she gets out. But it, ca- th- this movie and the first movie have been so... like quick to show you Michael's face at every single scene that he's in that you immediately know as the viewer that this is not Michael that this is not the shape yeah right so, so they run out and and this is you know one of the main problems in the movie is that the characters never stop bantering they never stop talking that's constantly discussing what they're doing. You know, she says, you know, go go and check and see if that's really Michael Myers in the car. And he's like, are you for real or something like that? And then they go in and get help and Tommy gets the baseball bat and it's like a big, a big intense close-up of him gripping the bat. And he's like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's got dramatic lighting on <laughs> his face as he's walking towards the car. Uh, and the car drives off and we see it's actually one of the other escaped inmates uh, from the-, the bus, right? You know, that Michael was on.
1: Yeah, it's... It's really weird how they do it because like the car like drives off and it, it, you know, drives very erratically and into a. It, it crashes immediately. Like, transformer. Yeah. Yeah. And but then it's like you don't see the guy actually get out of the car. He kind of just like pops up like in the corner. Like I don't know. it's very weird. It almost seems like a cartoon, like the way it happens. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and I will refer to
0: this guy that was the penguin just because, you know, he's kind of short, he's kind of round, he's got kind of that dyed the beautiful hair line from the the Batman Returns movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got a lot of those vibes, and he kind of wobbles along, which is fine in this scene because they never really see him walk around like that. They just see, like, a figure in the car. Later on, though, when everyone's convinced he's Michael Myers, I'm going to bring this up.
1: Just don't you worry. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, we got it. Like, this whole subplot is, like, I don't know. I I feel like it broke my brain. Like it is so stupid, and like the idea that anyone would like actively believe this, and they would treat it so dramatic, and it feels like Michael you just my- feel like the Michael Myers. I mean, he's not Rob Zombie Michael Myers tall, but he's like yeah. a six foot five or something like that dude. He's a tall right. man. Yeah, and and they say like <laughs> you know and at one point someone's like, oh well he always wears a mask. We don't know what he looked like. Not true. He he spent like 40 years in a prison. <laughs> like, I'm sure they would have photographs. There would be so many, especially nowadays, there would be so many Netflix specials. No, well, uh, two, two points on this. First of all, They show his photo on the news at the start of the movie.
0: See when they're watching the news and they're saying that these people escaped from the bus? You can tell it's him because they always show him out of focus whenever he's not wearing the mask. Like, after it shows you the penguin guy, you can clearly see it switches to Michael, but they they obscure it, right? So it's on the news, and Tommy's literally watching it. Uh, And second point is that a massive plot point in the last movie was the fact that Michael finally got his mask back after 40 years of not having it because of those dumb
1: podcast (laughs) characters, okay? right, right. So... So, people would know, but, I mean, even that aside, even if, uh, yeah, people didn't know him with the mask, like, yeah, you can tell between, like, this, like, giant six-foot muscular person versus, yeah. like, yeah, this guy with penguin features, as you put <laughs> it. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't even know if I call him muscular,
0: but at least he's, you know, he's in good shape for his age, right? Yeah. He's a tall man sure. in good shape who looks strong. And then yeah. you've got... This guy who's who's legitimately waddling around when he yeah. when he walks and <laughs> runs. It's it's really quite something else to behold. Um yeah. and it's not like and I know people have said, oh, they like what this movie's saying because they believe that people would be this stupid because if anything's taught as a society is stupid. And you know what, I agree. I I, I do actually believe <clears throat> on some level that some people are this stupid. Sadly, what sure. I've seen in the last couple of years has convinced me that people can be that stupid. Sure. Here's my point though. It's a movie. I'm supposed to like at least some of these characters. And for me to like some of right. these characters, they have to be intelligent. They have to be people worth rooting for. And no one in this movie is worth rooting for. Oh, no. Yeah. So
1: They're they're all very annoying. You, you can all see, like, the mistakes they're making, like, a mile away. Yeah. It's,
0: which I, I think is a perfect yeah. segue
1: into our first random kill
0: scene, which is the couple... Uh, the Michael just storms into. I guess it's just on the way into town. This uh, is like the older couple with the drone. Yeah, so 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 okay. it's a uh, the older couple, uh, black wife, white husband, and. Again, they've got a lot of weird banter. Like, there's a moment where they're saying, oh, we can see Laurie Strode's house burning from here. And the wife says something like, ah, oh, uh, don't, don't badmouth her, because she'll F you up. Like, she has, like, this weird line. And I'm like, "Yeah, if, this isn't funny. And then he's, he's, like,
1: here, where he gets some wine and gets frisky, my wife, you know, like. Yeah, because... I, I don't, like, every, uh, like, every character that gets killed in this has to have, like, these little quirks, like I don't know, they they feel like these weird sketch characters, and I I kind of hate it honestly. I I think there's no, some people I, that like it because like that's that, that's the phrase that I would use, sketch characters. They feel like they're out of yeah. a sketch
0: comedy, but um, and, and I I've
1: seen people saying like I, not so much these characters, but I know like I've seen people online being like, okay, but like even if you don't like the movie, you gotta admit like Big John and Little John are great, right? And I'm like. No, I, like hate the, 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 I hate them. They hate them. Yeah, they're like <laughs> annoying. They're cartoon. Like everyone in this just felt like a, a dumb cartoon character that we spend so much time with before they get killed because it's like they're the complete random characters. But I guess like they want you to feel something before they die. Yeah. But the, it, it's so stupid. What? Which in th- like I, in theory that's fine, but I, this is not the way to do it. They 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 feel like
0: they feel like mod modern comedy sketch characters because they just banter constantly and it just feels yeah. out of place. Uh, and the joke always does seem to be as well. There's always a couple who, like... Because cause the joke here almost is like, hey, old people have sex still. They're going to yeah. have sex. Isn't that like, kind of funny? These yeah. old people are still going to get <laughs> on. Like, uh, eh, not really. Like, <coughs> of course they still have sex. Like, no one's yeah. debating this. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she's playing with a drone, and the drone flies into where Michael is, and they, like, wait is hey. someone there, and they freak out a yeah. little bit, and...
1: I mean like uh, again like I, I think maybe some kind of cool horror ideas like yeah playing with the drone and then like it just stops and not knowing why like okay yeah it's kind of cool and like um, I don't know like some of the kills like uh, again this movie is very violent which I don't know if this is weird to say but like like Gory, brutal, over-the-top violence doesn't really sound like Halloween to me. Maybe no, Rob I, zombies I, Halloween, but no, I agree, it feels more like a Jason Voorhees thing. I, I, yeah. it's, it's, I mean,
0: I'm not saying that Michael Myers, because I, I, I would describe the death as overly cruel, and it's not, like, it's not like he's humane and yeah. <laughs> like Halloween. Right. I'm not saying that <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. and, like I say, if the movie just had a silly B movie slasher tone, I could probably just get yeah. on board with them being more violent and whatever. But yeah, these deaths <laughs> are like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like so over-the-top, like um. So again, there's some more random dialogue where I think when he tries to trap Michael in the other room, the husband yells something like, he seems really pissed off about something. Literally, he has to yeah, like say yeah. some sort of like that. Michael grabs him and he sort of rams his head a bit. And he chases after the wife who tries to like get out but can't unlock her own door. Uh, and Michael yeah. takes the time to look over and like grab like a light tube off the wall, yeah. smashes it, and yeah. then goes over and stabs on the neck and the blood starts to fill up the light tube. And again, in, in a different tone, I could be really into
1: this death but I'd be like,
0: oh, fun, light tube, blood, like, you know. And
1: I mean, this movie, it constantly feels like whiplash because you're going back and forth between, like, the tone, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, these serious monologues to, like, these goofy characters to this over the top gory kill. And it's just like, I cannot get a consistent sense for what the movie is trying to be. And it, it, it's very weird. I don't think it works. And, like, and, and, also, I, like I guess.
0: I think the the one moment here that almost feels like it's maybe kind of kind of Halloween. i mean it's more it's more gratuitous than halloween was but there's a moment where she's kind of not quite dead and she's sort of witnessing her husband like be Mm -hmm. like michael's just sort of like taking multiple knives and just stabbing him in the back and part of me's thinking this is again just over the top for the sake of over the topness but part of me's also Mm -hmm. thinking like well michael did kind of like displays victims a little bit and he did have a bit of showmanship and i'm like you know this idea that he's just taking knife after knife and just stabbing him in the back to like just basically just to pin him to the counter is like, okay, it's that's kind the, of an interesting yeah. thing to show, it's, especially like, yeah, since it's, it's out of focus. You know, it's kind of like her perspective, so it's all sort of uh, blurry. So it, yeah. it's kind of like obscured a little bit, and then he takes the last knife and he walks out with that one. Like, that's the, the that was the only moment in the whole scene that kind of felt like, oh, that that was a little bit like the shape. Like I got a little bit of the shape yeah. there from that moment. Sure.
1: Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's something. Uh, yeah, and, and and again stuff like the like the light tube when you are with the the light bulb or whatever like it uh, again like in other horror movies i feel like that would be really cool it just feels like maybe not the kind of stuff i, I want to see from michael myers and <clears throat> i don't know it, it's just a little odd
0: <laughs> yeah it was actually a great example later on um because i know some people say because oh, some of the sequels before this did get a little bit more gory and uh, you know I, I i think to varying degrees it can work in some cases you know but i, sure. I didn't necessarily hold the, the sequels up to the standard of the original we're compared yep. to the original because the one to compare it to like if i'm comparing this to say halloween 4 which i really like which does have a crappy mask and does have some kills that feel a bit overly <laughs> you know jason voorhees esque one of which yep. is uh and this is the one that i'm going to compare it to later but does you know at the start of halloween 4 he sticks his thumb through someone's forehead oh, right. Yeah. This movie has a scene of him sticking his thumbs in someone's eyes, but it keeps going until the eyes pop out and they're dangling from his face. And it, <laughs> like, like, this is like excessive. and it's, Again, it's an example of modern movies. Everything has to be bigger. Everything has to be yeah. in excess. And that's what these new Halloween movies feel like, is there has to be tons of blood and kills and gore and everything, 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 everything. Like all the time. There has to be scenes where he's facing off against 20 people because yeah. bigger, bigger,
1: newer is bigger. Like, it, it like i don't know it feels like a comic book problem where it's like mm-hmm. you know when you have like uh i mean if you're looking at like spider-man or something like you know when they get to like the third spider-man movie and, and the I'm talking about like the new spider-mans now where it's like oh yeah yeah we can't just have a villain anymore like now we have to have like all these like multiverse dimensional <laughs> stuff going on bringing back all these villains like it has to be bigger it has to be over the top you know we can't just redo the same thing and i don't know <laughs> i i'm not crazy about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. um, So, yeah, I, I guess we'll talk, I mean, I, I was talking about uh, Big John's death there, effectively, so I, I guess we can, uh, we'll, we'll be skipping over a key Michael scene, but I think we can just talk about all the Big and Little John stuff just now, cause, sure. just to keep it together. Um, So we're introduced to them, uh, and it's, I guess the joke is, they're kind of a weird couple, because like, one's I mean- like older and more <laughs> posh looking, and the other one's
1: more of just like a pothead. So it's kind of a weird pairing. Yeah, I I mean, uh, uh, I I do like the idea of like, you know, hey, like, let's look at who lives in the Myers house now. And and I like that the, you know, that they, uh, you know, uh, spook the kids by saying like, oh, do you know what house this is? Like, I think that's one instance where, like, I don't know, that kind of like someone like referencing Michael Myers, like kind of works for me. Um but yeah, just a lot of other stuff about it just feels like weird and comical. <laughs> like
0: I don't know. Uh, well, let's go back to what you said before. They feel like sketch comedy characters, especially Big John. He feels and he's he's in the Righteous Gemstones and like he's fine in that show yeah. in that right no, context. he's a good actor,
1: yeah. Like, but here I,
0: I, he, he feels like just such a sketch character. And you know, so these kids like trick or treat, I, but they they kind of trick them into coming out of the house so one of the kids can go in and steal all the candy. <laughs> and that's when Big John goes into this speech of like, do you know who used to live here? make a laugh and admire and it was, it was a bit over the top but then he leans in and goes <laughs> and he stabbed his sister in the tit and i'm yeah. like okay now yeah <laughs> like i kind of laughed a little bit but not in a way that i liked that the movie did that like, yeah, it was like okay yeah. this is just that this is a
1: danny mcbride character from one of his shows this is no, not totally. a character who belongs not in not. halloween yeah and, and again it just feels like out of place like it doesn't feel natural like yeah i hate to you know keep going back to it but like all the dialogue and like the original halloween it all just feels very natural like you know the way I, again like you know except for Loomis or something which is very over the top but that works you know for that character but like yeah here i, I mean just the way like they refer to each other as like big john little john like you know I, I like do you know how many times I actually say my wife's name <laughs> like like most days I, I don't because you just when you're talking to your partner or a friend or something like you just talk to them you, you aren't constantly going like hey my you know especially like with a nickname like hey big John hey little John and isn't it isn't so funny that you know they both have this you know same name <laughs> but you you, uh, t- yeah, Tim, you could
0: literally forget your wife's name and get away with it for like a month you'd have like a month sure. to remember it yeah. before it would come up <laughs> totally like that. that's I, I mean, for, I, yeah. Forcing characters to say other characters' names and things uh, mm-hmm. is one of the, the sort of the the tricks to writing It's quite tough because it's actually quite unnatural unless you're meeting someone for the first time to have a reason to say someone's yeah. name like constantly. You know, you, it is it, it's, it's tough to do it. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. <very strange. laughs> yeah, basically, we're introduced them in this scene, so we so that we we have context later why Michael shows up here because it's his house. Uh, and he kills Big John and then Little John. Um, it, th- honestly, I, I mean, also, Big John, before he gets his eyes thumbed out, he actually gets stabbed in the armpit, which, again, feels like a funny kill to me. <laughs> like, I, I almost started laughing because it's such a funny place to be stabbed. As silly yeah. as that sounds. Uh,
1: but uh, it, Oh, and do you, do you want to say the line that, uh, uh, was it Little John says before he dies? Uh, go on, I don't remember. I believe, uh, I, I forget at this point if they had talked about, like, the whole thing with him staring out the window. I don't know why this is, like, a thing with, in this movie about, you know, people, like, const- constantly referencing, like, how he stared out his sister's window or whatever. Mm. But uh, I believe, so, yeah, so you have Big John, which, of course, Big John is, like, the littler one, and then Little John is the bigger one. Uh,
0: also part uh, of the joke, of course, is the, the, yeah. the, the
1: wrong, um, Yeah. So after like you know Big John is dead and then little John uh, I think goes into like uh, the sister's room and sees Michael Myers there and then uh, I'm pretty I I mean correct me if I'm wrong you, you saw it twice but doesn't he say like he came home or something oh, like yeah, that Oh yeah it says he was
0: Michael you've come home Yeah
1: again like no one would ever say that in real life the only reason why they're saying it here is because that that was the tagline from the first movie right Yeah then he, night came, he came, home. came home Yeah like yeah. it that stuff infuriates me so much because it's just it's so unnatural and uh, i mean again like you know the, who i said it a million times but it's just like you know for fans being like hey remember like that's a thing like remember that that was on the poster that's a thing people say when they talk about this movie like, it, it just makes no it feel one would hokey. say that
0: yeah it just feels yeah. so hokey and it <laughs> feels insincere like constantly because of it <laughs> Uh, but there's another Michael scene uh, before this though, um, in between the two John scenes that we do have to address. We have to, so, part of the squad that roll out to go looking for Michael once they know he's on the yeah. streets, right? They go to the park, uh, and it's the it's the doctor, or the, sorry, the nurse from the first movie, the doctor and nurse who go with them because they're on team Find Michael now for some reason uh, it's uh, Lindsay it feels like there was such a
1: tight knit group at the bar but then like
0: Tommy like doesn't see him the rest of the movie yeah well Tommy's off recruiting we get a montage of Tommy yeah. going
1: around like recruiting tough men oh, I forgot about that <laughs> uh, it's so dumb like and, and and again another thing where like uh, I mean, maybe it's different in, like, small town where people know him or whatever, but if some guy just came up to me be like, yeah, there's a killer on the loose. come on, let's go, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, call the police, calm down, <laughs> go inside where it's safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to do, like, a spoof of this movie at this point, you'd redo this scene and just have them go, Michael who? Huh?
1: Yeah. Who? Huh? I mean, like- Sh- Sh- Shrek? <laughs> What? <laughs> it doesn't. He says something like really cheesy too. Like, doesn't he say like oh, yeah. I'm looking for like righteous men or good men or something like that? Like, uh, I'm looking for men who aren't afraid to get their hands dirty. <laughs> that was the line. So stupid. My we're, God. We're me
0: really when you think about it. it Sounds like like what sort of criminal activity are you asking yeah. uh, for, for us to
1: partake in here, <laughs> good sir? <sighs> but of course, uh, this fulfills the the longtime fantasy of many a Halloween fan who always wished man, I, I I just want to see Nurse Marion team up with Lindsay Wallace and, uh... <laughs> and two new characters, yes. And two new characters. <laughs> yeah, that scene is, like, I mean, one
0: of the scenes, one of the things that I've seen people complain about with the big and little John is that they really are dumb for staying in the house when they think someone's in there, given, like, where they live and given, like, who, who sure. it probably is, <laughs> right? Let's be yeah. honest. Who it probably <laughs> is, um...
1: Uh, you
0: know like and it's a similar thing here and i I tend to kind of be forgiving in slasher movies and horror movies in general when it's like why didn't a character just do this instead of this because like okay you know what they're scared like they're not thinking straight i i make dumb choices all the time it's fine um But there is definitely a couple of moments here where, like, why don't you just start the car? Like, you've got time here to just start the car and just drive away at this point. For sure. But they run into the kids who were being awful to the Johns, right? And And all the kids are wearing the Halloween 3 masks. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, these are two awful little kids. These are two little shits, right? Oh, yeah, they suck, yeah. Uh, And Lindsay comes over to talk to them. And unlike Tommy, Lindsay, I believe, is the actress who played... Lindsay and the original, yeah. uh, and I think it's because she actually went on to become like a real housewife of one of those places, one of those shows. Really? Yeah, she's on a reality TV show. She's actually a celebrity oh.
1: for another reason, though. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I heard this. Yes. Uh, okay. So I was gonna say like I thought like, oh wow, like you know, she, like looks pretty good. Uh but I guess I would explain it if you're a real <laughs> housewife <asshole, you> probably. <laughs> um I I can only
0: imagine the actor who played the the original Tommy's uh Pissed. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's got to be mad, right? He's, he's, he's been recast twice now. He's never been asked to come back and be the old version of himself. <laughs> or, or Lonnie, to be fair. Assuming, assuming both of them are still alive, which to me, I mean, it's True. been a long time. I mean, it's possible or that, but...
1: Um, and I guess, like, he never had... Um, I, I guess he never had anyone play him, but I, I gotta imagine, like, there's if, <laughs> someone who thinks that they should be Ben Tramer. That is also pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this is a
0: perfect time to bring up that joke I wanted to make earlier, but I couldn't without spoilers. Is okay. that So in, a, in Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2, Ben Tramer has this horrific accidental death that is hilarious. I'm right. right. right? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when we went to review it back when we were working through them, and we got to Halloween 2, and I'd forgotten this scene, which is Loomis sees Ben Tramer, he's wearing a Michael Myers-esque mask, Uh, And Loomis is ready to just open fire because it might be him, and you know the the sheriff jumps out and says, "No, what you do? You can't just shoot random people on the street." Which uh, good good advice, might I add? But unfortunately for Ben Tramer, another cop driving down the street doesn't see him, loses control hits him with his car, pins him against a news van, which sets a flame, <laughs> and he burns alive. Like, he has this ridiculous <laughs> over-the-top death. It's ben Tramer, who is mentioned in this movie, but he's not—he's he's never shown, as far as I know. Um, I do think it's a little bit funny that every other character they bring back from the original, other than Lindsay, I think, every mm. other character dies horribly, <laughs> except... But Ben <laughs> Tramer is fine. He, he left town. He's not here to be killed. So Ben
1: Tramer got to live. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the boy who lived bench famer <laughs> uh, so uh so all the trick-or-treaters uh they're scared off uh you know they they run away or whatever and then well, uh, they're being little
0: shits because they're saying oh some guy in a white mask is playing hide and seek yeah. with us but you don't know if like if they actually see them or are they just being dicks because they know michael myers yeah. is a thing
1: yeah and now uh so again uh this is another scene i hated because it's just an homage to the first one but Mm-hmm. You have uh, Michael Myers attacking, you know, Marion like the same way he did in the, you know, first one when he reaches his hands <laughs> through the <laughs> window.
0: Like, well, it's not even just that; it's this, the, the <laughs> shot of him running up the back of the car is the same. The shot of yeah. the hand hitting the the window so it like cracks is the same. It's like,
1: but it, and it's even the same character. Like you say it's the exact same character yeah. from the original film. Who is, is just like uh, <laughs> these movies also like weirdly gun heavy everyone has a gun in this movie <laughs> none of them seems to be able to shoot Michael but it's a all...
0: baby they all they all armed yeah.
1: up after after the original incident everyone's just ready yeah. Um it's, it's, just, know, it's just weird It's like it, it, a slasher movie where everyone is like armed and it's that, that
0: hokey thing and not only is it a reference to the original but like she takes the time like Mary Ann she has a chance to shoot Michael finally and she takes the time to stop and say this is for Dr. Loomis and, oh like, god I'm like I just roll my Shut eyes up. so much.
1: So stupid. Uh, it, it's so like I, again. It does not feel like characters saying this. Like this, it's feeling like this is like fans saying this. I, yeah, I just, I just hate it so if, much. If, if you want, if you want to get the idea that she wants revenge for Loomis, which doesn't yeah. even make that much sense because nothing. Bad. It's not like they were like close in the yeah. original movie. It's not like <laughs> you got the sense that they were like fans, and then also like uh well. I mean, do we even know what happened to Loomis, though? It's not like Michael Myers killed him. that would seem like it from the flashback later, I don't think. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, uh, might make more sense if the sequels were intact. And you know,
0: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but, maybe, maybe Halloween ends, we'll have more Loomis flashbacks, Tim, and we'll get to see how wh- why she had to get revenge for I, Loomis. I
1: mean, uh, that's got to be it geez uh, i mean this is we're already going so long but it's like every time like we, bring, we think of something it's like I know, it's so all right, much. this is something else we have to talk about that's going to be a whole thing like, there's so much yeah um, but yeah, so just to,
0: to get through the rest of this damn scene so uh <laughs> i michael, know you really want to talk about this like <laughs> yeah michael comes in the car he stabs marianne repeatedly but at this point nurse Lady's like jumped out the window uh mm-hmm. Dr. Man, like, tries to, like, strangle Michael with his stethoscope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice try. He gets stabbed, and this is another really, a really right gory one. through the eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's, it's like an awkward right angle, <laughs> going up through yeah. the cheek, and then through the eye, which is a, is a really fun gore effect, don't get me wrong. Like, I think, yeah. again, if this was, like, Afraid of the Thirteenth, I'd be, like, just kind of loving that, probably. Yeah. Uh, here, it's like, uh, you know, again, it's just, like, uh, the tone's all over the place, so it's hard to really enjoy it, but fair enough. Yeah. Um, And at this point, his wife, Nurse Lady, who's holding a gun, decides to, instead of keep going, despite the fact that clearly Michael's just murdered everyone else, uh, decides to start coming back towards the car. But instead of getting close before having a good shot on Michael, just starts unloading the clip at the windows of the car uh, and Uh doesn't hit a damn thing. And then when she gets close enough... Maybe she has bullets left, maybe she doesn't. It's hard to say. Well, she has one left, at least, <laughs> given what's about to happen. But she 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 gets close to the car, and Michael, who's still kind of in the front seat and kind of, like, still kind of half lingering over Marion's dead body, um, pulls off what I can only describe is a John Wick manoeuvre. <laughs> he kicks the car door that's sitting kind of open, and it hits her in a way where, when she goes to shoot Michael she actually shoots herself in the head it's this quick kind of you know like like, kind of thing and i i started laughing hysterically (laughs) because this is not only is it a stupid death which could be fun but it's like wait make that was a john wick move like he just pulled off a john wick thing (laughs) what what (laughs) <laughs> Lindsay stole it Lindsay, while well, this was going on
1: like, assembled a bag of bricks to come and hit Michael with I totally forgot about this this was so strange Like, yeah, she's just like, take it it feels like it's taking forever I like, know. putting all these bricks in this bag, very strange
0: Like everyone's dead by the time she gets over he actually hit him yeah. uh, and then he stalks her for a bit around the playground I-, I will say the end of this scene's okay which is she finds a place to hide and she actually yeah. does manage to get out of his line of sight so he doesn't actually see her. So there's, there's an, actually an almost good creepy moment of him walking over this little bridge looking around for her yeah. and he can't mm-hmm. see her, but we can see her in the bottom of the frame. I, fine, like, I have no problems. Conceptually, this is a nice little moment. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the rest of the scene was absolute trash, but this moment yeah. was fine. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that's most of the big Michael scenes before, before we get to the, the, the ending stuff, right? uh right because the other stuff we have to talk about is laurie allison mm-hmm. karen at the hospital uh hawkins comes in he ends up lying next to in the same hospital room as laurie mm-hmm. uh and they mm-hmm. reminisce because they kissed once or some something mm-hmm. uh
1: I I completely forgot about this (laughs) I guess yeah
0: (laughs) he's like oh I remember that night but you had a thing for Ben Schrammer yes Uh, that one actually what annoys me is that see when Laurie wakes up and she's talking to Karen for the first time and I can't remember the context right? but she calls Mm -hmm. Karen kiddo and I actually especially in the second viewing I thought to myself you know what that was a good callback to the original because that wasn't like a Mm -hmm. wink wink it wasn't like Mm -hmm. some dramatic moment it was just no no she referred to uh, Tommy as kiddo a couple of times in the original. It's just part of how she speaks. Yeah. It's part of her natural mm-hmm. language. So when she called her kiddo, I actually did get like a like a a good dose of nostalgia because it felt like oh no, Laurie did say that. That was just part of her speech patterns. That that's natural. Yeah. i was totally uh, fine with that. Yeah, didn't feel forced. It's a little thing, yeah. but you know, that's a good example of it just slipping in there and not being yeah. in your face. <laughs>
1: Uh, So one thing that I really wanted from the last movie uh, that felt like a wasted opportunity is I did want to see more of this family unit, Um, especially because, like, you know, I I love Laurie, but, like, you know, you can't have every movie about her. So if you want to start these new movies and then kind of have her have like a kind of like a send off and then, you know, maybe have like Karen and uh, the youngest is Allison, I think, Uh yeah. like, you know, have them kind of be, like, you know, new, bigger characters. Like, that's fine. I They're both, like, really good actresses. I like seeing them. So I was really hoping they are going to get a lot more to do in this movie, which I guess they kind of do, but they still don't really feel like main characters. No, well, no one does.
0: That that was what, rewatching the last one, I had the problem again where I felt like no one was the protagonist of the film. Yeah. and the same way that Laurie is definitely the, the main character of the first movie. Uh, this one is even worse like this one is just jumping around so many people that no one feels (laughs) like the main focus and it's not like you can't have an ensemble like type of movie but it just it feels a bit weird in this case because it kind of feels like it's supposed to be Karen's movie given the ending and given her she has probably the biggest plot beats at certain points but like she's not focused on until like I know we're into the movie like we're two thirds in before it starts to pay attention to her really and I mean it's like a funny beat when they're being questioned by the police uh and like they have to tell karen that michael's not dead and it cuts Mm -hmm. to allison who's also been like questioned at the same time and she's like what but it's almost (laughs) like it's almost like a funny cut like they went to her like screaming what yeah Uh, and then shitty boyfriend shows up and like seems to like basically everything that they had a fight about almost seems irrelevant now because everything that's going on so it's just it's just brushed aside which and it's not like i wanted resolution for that it just kind of felt like well why did you make me sit through all that in the last movie you bastards (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it sucked um uh, so yeah just just, so uh, allison disappears for a long time because she goes with cameron and lonnie to hunt michael myers which (laughs) Karen yeah. rightfully says no my daughter's not hunting michael myers <laughs> that is yes. a ridiculous idea but she goes and does it anyway um we see them find uh, like the but aftermath uh, the, the, the the playground stuff right because they they find yeah. uh lindsay um but then like cuz the next time we cut to Allison and Lonnie and, and Cameron i felt like i hadn't seen them in like half an hour it was so long it's
1: yeah it feels like and the movie is not super long. Like, it's less than two hours, right? It yeah, was like an hour 40. Hour 40, yeah. But it feels, like, really long. <laughs> like, it felt like it just goes on forever. And it's, uh, it, yeah, it, it's weird how, like, for some reason, every character feels like it's their responsibility to take Michael Myers down. Oh. It's like, you know, like, Laurie's like, it's my responsibility. And Tommy Doyle's like, no, I have to be the one to take him down. Allison's like, no, I'm going to take him down. It's like, it, I don't know, it's just strange, like everyone uh, feels like they have personal stakes here <laughs> i hate yeah he does i laurie especially at one point says maybe
0: i have to die too so he can die and you know you and you and allison shouldn't have to suffer from the evil that i created how did you create why? it why? You, why you had nothing to do <laughs> with creating it you were just a victim yeah. like like are you, are you trying to argue that like because this is one of the things is that i was thinking about as i was watching it is that Halloween 2, I actually enjoy enough. I think it's a decent sequel. Me the, too. Yeah. And the worst thing about it is the retcon of the whole brother-sister thing. Like, oh, Laurie's actually his sister. Like, that's the worst thing about it. And the weird thing is, is I don't I, think you need it. All you have to say is that Michael didn't like the fact that she got away. So he's he wants sure. to finish the job. And just have that be the motive, and that's fine.
1: And I, I, Maybe I, a hundred... Oh, yeah, I I got I got time you can give me a point. Right, this might be a hot take cuz I know a lot of fans like it. I actually I don't mind uh the sister reveal at, at all. Mm. I honestly I might even prefer it maybe just because I, I don't know I, I feel like I I, I feel like when I came to the franchise like I already knew that so I I don't know maybe mm. it just works for me uh but whatever but uh yeah, I, I don't mind that and I I feel like yeah there has if like with these movies that they make it make laurie such like a focal point that it's like Yeah, I, I feel like you have to have a reason for that And I don't know. I, I still think like the sister is a good reason But yeah, if you're not gonna do that Like you said have at least something with her just being like no Like he won't stop until he finishes like me because I was left alive that night or whatever, Yeah, you whatever
0: know? like yeah, that might make some sense and I, I, I almost came to like one of the things they do here Which is that like Karen's convinced Michael's gonna come to the hospital uh, only to like find yeah. out that no, he doesn't give a shit about Laurie. Like, that, that was that was <laughs> yeah. the one thing I liked. about the last one is that no, he's, he's this is not about him him hinting mm. sorry him hunting someone in particular. This is just about him killing whoever. Like, you know, he likes to just kill people. <laughs> That's just what he does.
1: Well, I mean, we all know he has a pattern. He kills and then he goes back to his house. Oh shut up! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like like that that was one of the few things I liked about that last movie and. I like that Karen's convinced that he's going to come to the hospital like the original Halloween 2, only to find out, nah, like, that was the doctor who did that. It, it's kind of yeah. just convenient that Allison never mentioned that, and it's not until the, the sheriff or the, the officer Hawkins wakes up and, like, explains that to Laurie. Um, so it's all kind of weird. But this is that's what leads to more flashbacks as well, where we see, <sighs> like, we see Lo- Loomis who doesn't look too bad like i think the the, you know they keep them obscured enough the cg for the de-aging
1: or whatever it is is okay ish yeah i i honestly i i was having trouble exactly understanding what they did so that was cgi i wasn't sure if they like well i i mean i don't know for sure i I didn't look up uh,
0: like how they did it i i'm just assuming that it's a different actor with a cg like you know deep okay. fake style yeah. thing or whatever um, it's so weird <laughs> I, I, my bigger problem with the Loomis thing is that his voice was really bad and yeah. I which was weird because in the last film they had like a tape recording of him and maybe maybe this was some recording that actually existed that they could use like they found something that he shot for one of the movies that they didn't use or something and that's why because I remember thinking even just when I rewatched it last week that oh that that, that this voice impersonator they've got for Loomis sounds quite good it sounds like the yeah. Pleasance. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good job Um, but this one sounded bad like I thought why isn't it just the same guy if that was an impersonator <laughs> you had why isn't he doing the voice for this because it sounds terrible yeah I'm uh, not sure that was odd uh, yeah the whole thing is, is that the cops are going to kill michael once again Michael's surrounded by a bunch of people they're going to kill him for what he's done and hawkins is the one that stops him and he's felt guilty all these years because it could have ended that night and it didn't because he he decided to be the good, good the good guy and not have them like take justice out of their own hands mm. okay Could possibly be interesting. It's kind of a weird theme to have, though, because, like, I like that in superhero movies and, like, Batman and things like that because it's like, no, we're dealing with heroes and it's all about making the correct choice. But in a slasher movie where you've got an unstoppable killer, the idea that the lesson he's learned is that I should have let them, like, commit, like, vigilante justice, it just feels a bit weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and, and, like, doesn't he actually say afterwards, like, maybe I should have done it and Laurie agrees? yeah yeah it's like yes which which again uh is really weird when like after this movie comes out and you have like you know like the actors and like you know the director and stuff like talking about how you know the movie relates to like stuff like the protests and everything it's like all right if you're trying to say like this movie is like related to like those kind of messages it's really weird to have a part of your movie where a cop says he should have killed someone yeah. instead of arresting them and then like someone else agreed like this is really like doesn't feel like a thought out like message if that's what you're trying to say like i say you, you can have michael represent fears we have in society you can
0: talk about that and the spread of fear but yeah you, you're marking it up by like having all these things that feel like really bad messages To like i mean they're fine yeah. the, they're fine <laughs> enough in the context of the movie but like yeah. the, you know the, they're a bit murky when you start to actually kind of Connect them to the real world a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where some of the more of those flashback stuff comes from. uh We have to, I guess, talk about the the mass hysteria scene. <laughs> this
1: is, Cause, this cause, is so crazy. So, <laughs> uh, so Tommy,
0: after they find um Lindsay in <sighs> that, Tommy comes back to the hospital. Uh, Lonnie. And that are still out there there's like a quick scene where lonnie and they never went in the myers house this is one of these things mm-hmm. that's such a quick scene that i'd forgotten about it mm-hmm. until i rewatched it because it's just oh you know we always used to dare, always dare each other to go into the myers house and lonnie's like nah i lied i never went in and it's like mm-hmm. oh a bit of humanity to make us like him a little bit i guess and then back to the hospital yeah. <laughs> uh, but Tommy's back at the hospital and he and the and the sheriff, we never mentioned the sheriff the sheriff, you know, the cowboy hat sheriff who was in the last movie, he's oh, alright. He shows <laughs> yeah, up, right. he's there. There's not much with him, <laughs> but he's there. Um yeah. So and the security guard at the hospital is the original sheriff from the first movie, bracket. You know, he's like ninety-five years old or whatever he is now, but he's there. <laughs> um and there's a whole scene, and this is you know, like he works the crowd into a frenzy. He's, you know, uh, the, the, the the one of the kids' moms from the last movie's there, and she sees her dead son at one point. Yeah. Um, But he, he actually walks into the crowd at the hospital and says, the boogeyman is at large. He actually says, well, that is a God. line he says. And this is the thing. In the original movie, the boogeyman, the word, came from a kid teasing another kid. So it was, it was on Tommy's mind. And then Tommy yeah. called Michael the boogeyman. And the whole point of Laurie saying it at the end is that she was so so shaken and so traumatized by what just happened that it made her into a little kid again. And she said, you know, was that the boogeyman? And Loomis responds with that sort of wonderful performance by Donald Pleasance where he just kind of goes, as a matter of fact, yeah, kind of, you know, it, it was, was the line. But, you know, that yeah, the sentiment is, you know what? It kind of was. That, that's kind of the sentiment. And it feels natural. It feels natural because of where it comes from. Yeah. And it's not like, but they said it like a hundred times in the last movie, this movie, like people at the bar calling the boogeyman, uh, Tommy's saying the boogeyman's coming for you. That's part of his speech at the start. He's like, the boogeyman is coming for you. And he's coming for oh, me he's... too.
1: So, the, the thing that's so weird about this, like, yeah, going back to that, it's like he's making that speech, but also, why is he like trying to scare people? <laughs>
0: <That's so> <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> well, it's because at the end of it, it's like, yes, he won't get us though, because we'll fight back. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, so in this scene, it's in this like scene in the hospital, it's Brackett who first yells, evil dies tonight, right? But that's not yeah. the first time it's said in the movie. It's actually I think it's Marianne at the bar, who when they're going out with the baseball bat when they think he's in the car, she says, that Evil dies right, tonight. Yeah. Right? So it's said by two different characters in two different situations. <laughs> well, it's that common phrase we all say. Oh sure, right? <laughs> so then the Whenever crowd Whenever st- evil's about to die. <laughs> so then the crowd start chanting, Evil dies tonight. Evil dies to like First yeah. of all, it was another movie. We know it was another movie, so... <laughs> we don't, yeah, I don't believe so you. we know it doesn't.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we literally know it doesn't. Uh, he doesn't die by the end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, other than, yeah, the fact that there's another movie coming out, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. So, really, really stupid. And then, looking for, like, help because he's scared, the penguin, like, uh, you know, hospital patient bit, yeah. stumbles so in, he... and someone... <laughs> I, I guess someone sees the... You know, because and on the, on the back of his scrubs it says, you know, Smith's Hospital or you know yeah, the yeah. the place they came from, Smith's right? Grove. Yeah. yeah. Um, and someone like catches a glimpse of him and they start chasing him, and it, it and as this is happening, like like the music's getting intense. This piano music comes in at some point, and of course they run past Laurie and Karen who see him and go, wait, that's not that's not Michael. <laughs> that's not even the ethereal Michael. Yeah. And they tr- <laughs> yeah. try to tell people, but the you know the. The heavy-handed symbolism here is that they're basically trampling over them because they're not listening because now now, Mm -hmm. now the mob is like an entity that's been created that can't be stopped. It's a force that can't be reckoned with. And Karen actually somehow gets ahead of them, runs upstairs and finds them and says, hey, I know you're not the killer and I'm going to help you. I'm not going to let them hurt you. And she tries to be like understanding and
1: whatever, right? It, it like turns into like E. T. or something for a minute where it's like <laughs> they're trying to like protect this like frightened creature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, running away. It's so weird.
0: It's so <laughs> yeah. It's it's so bizarre and um and, and there's a couple of moments where Tommy's starting to I think doubt that it's him. when... because uh, basically they get up to this moment where Karen gets to him and locks him like tells him to lock the, the, the sort of the door yeah. stoppers because you know if you've been in a hospital or a school you'll you'll be familiar with these like the swing doors that have the little locks at the bottom. Um. And basically, he locks himself into this hallway where there's an entrance at either side, and the, the crowds try to get to him. And the music, the piano's playing, and I, I can't remember if Jamie Lee Curtis is monologuing at this point. Maybe not, but
1: the well, I I do think at this point she is running too, and I think she needs a doctor in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, which opens her wound. It
0: opens her her surgical wounds, uh, and she's in pain at that point. Yes. Yeah. This is this is correct.
1: uh I was like so funny. Like even the doctor was like, "No, nah, we gotta get him." And she's like, "Shut up!" And like, needs him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we get this uh, thing, and it starts to go into a lot of slow motion at this point. And I'm like, yeah. I know what's going to happen now because the, the movie is oh, like yeah. so blatantly in my face. Like there's there's no like subtlety here. This guy's about to commit suicide because he's scared of the mob. And then they're going to have to, like, bear witness to what they've done. And sure enough, he gets out in the window and just as they're coming into the hallway as they break in, he jumps mm-hmm. to his death. And there's, like, a sad montage of, like, the sheriff sitting with... The, that cowboy hat that he likes is sitting in front of him. <laughs> like, Tommy's looking at him. The crowd's formed around this, like, dead body. And this was the moment I was talking about earlier, where you've got this big poignant, like, in theory... And I don't think it's, it's effective. I think it's, like, really heavy-handed in your face. No you're you trying to make this, this sad, bitter moment of, like, this is what the hysteria... This is what Michael Myers, who's, like, the Joker to Haddonfield, right? Because this, this is the Dark Knight. This is the Joker trying to work up the city into hysteria. But it's done, yeah. you know, well in that movie, right? Yeah. But the idea is that he's traumatized the city enough that they're turning on each other. And you even have Bracket, I think, says the line look at him, he's turning us into monsters now, or something to that effect. It's, like, so, like, over your head, right? Or into your head. And it cuts to a shot, and, like, this is the one death in the movie that do not cut to his body, because them looking in horror at what they've done to this innocent man is, like going to be far more powerful than anything or if you are going to do it, it should just be like a high angle shot with just the the body like looking there, maybe with a pool of blood, nothing else right, you know
1: yeah,
0: reserved, some (laughs) restraint and it cuts to his dead body and his arm is separated from his body, the top of his head's been like busted, and not just just busted open like he's been like cut, like the top of his head's missing and like his brains are spilled out onto the ground it looks like something out of like a
1: trauma movie
0: like. It, it, it looks like a, in Final <laughs> Destination 2 when the kid gets the glass, lands on him. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like it's like he had that death or something. Uh, yeah. Where he's just been, like... It's, it's like he's, it, you know, he's, like... You know, like, in a video game and you're, like, the Crash Bandicoot or something and you've got the metal trap that's doing that. Where it's, like, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the floor and the roof are, like, smashing together. It's like he's caught like a, in that. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, it's like a cartoon. He's, like, flattened yeah. and, like... Yeah, just like all it's so over the top and gory and it is uh yeah it, it's just obviously it's not intended to be this is supposed to be such like a uh, big introspective poignant moment but it's just so funny like everything about it is so over the top and ridiculous and so stupid and no one would ever think this is michael myers in like a million years and everyone is acting so aggressive and stupid uh and like when yes like oh. someone could just very easily just be like hey look like that's obviously not him everyone come down but it, yeah it, it's it feels like they just wanted to have such a smart deep moment but it just it, it whiffs it so bad and then yeah like you said cutting to his actual dead body which is so over the top and gory and looks like a cartoon it's It's not intended to be, but it's so goddamn funny. (laughs) (laughs) The tone is so
0: all over the place. They don't know how to achieve a tone. They just don't. Uh, And, you know, simple things like, okay, having maybe this character be a similar height to Michael might have been, like, a good start. Just to be like, okay, I buy that someone sees that outfit he's wearing and goes, maybe that's him. And maybe he's a guy around the same age, so there's enough reasonable doubt to why people who don't know him you know, well,
1: his face well that they would think it's him yeah. or something. You know, that's a start. Yeah. Also, like someone like Tommy Doyle should be like, huh? Wait a minute. Usually, Michael doesn't like run and cower and hide and look scared. <laughs> like he, like it feels like he knows that. Like you know, he's the boogeyman. Like would anyone think he, this guy is the boogeyman? <laughs> Maybe the booger man, <laughs> but
0: he's <laughs> the penguin. He's
1: dying to view And now the the big thing here, which is like so wild to me, is it seems like like you said, like they want to have a message where like see what happens when you know you let mob violence overtake you and you lose all rationality and how bad mob mentality can be. Okay, that's an interesting message, but um. It feels really weird when we see what happens at the end of the movie. Oh, well, I mean, I think the key point here,
0: which leads into the end of the movie, is that Karen, you know, after... And it was, she was the one who tried to stop this. She's the one who's heartbroken about this guy jumping to his death. And she confronts Tommy. And Tommy's like, I effed I up, I'm sorry. And she's like... Yeah, I tried to do the right thing. And, you know, my daughter's out there looking for this killer and you, you helped put her on that path and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, we have to do something. um, And he's like, okay, I've got a car. And it comes from there, right? Yeah. When they show up later, she's basically agreed to take part in more mob violence. It's just It just so happens that the <laughs> mob is at least targeting the right person this time. That is the yeah. only difference. But it's still, she's effectively agreed to do the thing that they almost just... Well, they didn't
1: almost do anything. They did, like, led that innocent man to his death. Like... Yeah. No, it's a, it's a very weird message where it's, like, mob violence oh. is not okay, except sometimes. <laughs> if you got the right person, sure, go for it. Cause it's funny. It cuts away from
0: them here. It cuts to Alice and, and Lonnie and uh, the shitty boyfriend and mm-hmm. uh, Cameron, I think his name was. Um, yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's was the moment I went, wait, man, I've not seen you in, like half an hour it's been ages yeah. like, like i felt like they were trying to sell up that allison was going to be like the main character when she was like picking up the shotgun out the back of the car and she yeah. was like shh, shh, i'm gonna go kill my <laughs> evil dice tonight you bitches like you know but you know we barely see her uh like after that i mean she's at the park when they find Lindsay, but other than that like that's it and then yeah. we cut two of them and sure enough just as uh laurie is talk is it laurie yeah it's it's, it's laurie talking to uh hawkins and hawkins this is where he's like telling her about the doctor and stuff and she's like mm-hmm. well where is he going then if he wasn't going to my place if he wasn't hunting me uh, mm-hmm. uh you know it cuts it cuts straight to it just so happens that lonnie is saying the exact he's like, yeah he's going home he's going to his house because he's this is where he was and he's he's going through this path he kills saw, wait, he, he kills his he, he he... home
1: <laughs> <laughs> was he the one that had a map like someone actually took out yes. a map yes like, that, that was lonnie uh, yeah uh, it cut to them on the map, because
0: it, it was the same time that, I think, uh, Laurie was having the conversation with, um, uh, or, or maybe it was, uh, maybe maybe it was, maybe it was a scene with, um, with Karen, where she was figuring it out, like, realising that's where he was going, so they have to go and, like, help the, the team, yeah. or or whatever, I don't know, but it just so happens that Lonnie's figuring this out at the exact same time, so they, so they drive to, uh the Myers house and it's when he gets there he goes you know what maybe this was dumb, bringing my teenage son and his girlfriend uh to (laughs) to to the serial
1: Mm. killer's den yeah um i know i haven't been a parent for super long but uh yeah i i
0: think it's not a smart move I'll tell you right now, Tim, if I ever get a hint that you're like Lonnie, I will call chill services uh, and have them take, take poor
1: Wyatt away from you because he's in, in, in danger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if, uh, I don't know, if we're going to hunt down Brahms or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.
0: Um, so, Lonnie goes on his own
1: gets killed somehow
0: <laughs> yeah within seconds he screams and allison and cameron's like oh, we agreed to be in the car but screw this <laughs> let's just go yeah. so they go in they're both they've both got guns and they're going in themselves they're creeping about the house uh they find the johns who are lying dead and then cameron finds his father uh crushed up in the the attic door uh mm-hmm. you know dripping down blood whatever and he's like daddy he gets really <laughs> upset and michael comes out and starts stabbing the shit out of him cameron doesn't even get a chance of like shooting them the gun is just like deflected immediately yeah. uh allison comes running out also gets the gun like knocked out of her hand like she's got a shotgun and it just gets
1: knocked out of her hand and she falls down the stairs and Can, real quick with cameron yes. Uh, it, it's so weird because, like, the first movie made us hate him. Mm-hmm. And then it seemed like you were just waiting for Michael Myers to kill him. Because it's like, oh, yeah, like, this dude sucks. Like, we're going to see Michael Myers kill him, right? Uh, But that doesn't happen. Then this movie, it feels like they're trying to redeem him. So it's like, oh, okay, I guess we're supposed to like him now. Well, and maybe he'll it, be a love interest again. And then it just, like... <laughs> you say tries. He never
0: actually does anything of value or contributes to the movie in yeah. any way, shape or form. The only reason he exists is to give allison this moment where when michael so michael's basically got his head in between like the stair rails and he's just sort of like and I, this actually felt like a really this felt like a jason kill because it was kind of a funny kill where he was like just yeah. putting his head up and down like inside the, yeah. the stair rail <laughs> that that felt like a jason that that was like jason with a sleeping bag right that's what that feels that, yeah. like yeah. yeah um but there's a moment here says no jason take me take me i'm the one you want kill me jason and i'm like <laughs> look if you want me to buy in and give a shit about her, like effectively sacrificing herself to try and save him, then don't make it. Don't make it, like you made me hate him, and then you gave me no reason yeah. to like him in this movie. Right? Admittedly, yeah. like, you gave me no reason to like anyone in this movie, but that's like a yeah. that's a more of a weak <laughs> complaint. But my but the one part of this movie that I actually really kind of love is that this kind of works for a mm-hmm. second where Michael stops doing what he's doing. And, and, you know, Cameron's already pretty badly banged up at this point. Like, he's, you know, he probably needs medical attention in the next 10 minutes, so he's probably going to die anyway. But Michael's walking down the stairs, and obviously his head's still sticking out the, you know, the railing of the the upper floor, right? So so as you're walking down the stairs, eventually he's kind of eye-level where his head is. And Michael just stops walking as he reaches where Cameron is uh, on his path down the stairs, just turns and Alison goes, no, 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 no. And he just takes his head and just spins <laughs> it. Extra style. And yeah. I, I thought that, like, it's a little shape and it's maybe a little cruel, more Jason Voorhees funny death. But because I didn't like him from the last movie and because at this point I was just ready to laugh at things when they were stupid, <laughs> I kind of actually really liked this moment. Just this moment where he, it's like it's working and he just stops and turns and kills him quickly. Yes, I will come and kill you, but just one second. Yeah. You know, dead. So, uh, he comes down, he's, you know, she's trying to stop, she's got a knife and she's trying to stab him and he's putting the knife into her shoulder and she's like, do it, do it, do it. And she's actually talking to her mother, Karen's behind him with a pitchfork. Mm uh for some reason she does her classic gotcha line oh, not yet <laughs> okay okay. that's not yet that's that's uh oh, right, 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 that's right. when this trap is sprung uh right, right, right. she stabs on the pitchfork for some reason throws down the pitchfork but she's able to grab mm-hmm. his mask and she's like "Michael, yeah. come get me Michael."
1: yeah I, I think at this point like yeah I th- I th- it might have been my wife that was like uh she was like uh oh, why don't you just like like chop off his head with that pitchfork because I like <laughs>
0: <laughs> it. At the very least, the fact that she moved it away, uh, mm-hmm. like the fact that she threw it away and didn't even have a self-defense. I mean, I know she wants yeah. him to chase her, but it just felt a bit stupid. Um, yeah. but Michael gives chase, and it, you know, it makes a big moment of You know, in terms of the score, this was one of the the best moments of the score where the, the theme kicked mm-hmm. in as he started like stalking her right through the streets and mm-hmm. it was still cutting, cutting a bit too quick but it wasn't like aggressively bad here as it had been and it's all about leading them mm-hmm. to a trap and this is what i was mm-hmm. talking about earlier that this might actually be a really exciting idea for the end of a halloween movie that someone leads him into a trap where he's surrounded mm-hmm. by lots of people with weapons who are ready to murder the show of them yeah but the movie the first time we saw him in this movie it started with him facing a group of characters with weapons and winning so why (laughs) should i believe for a second that they
1: stand a chance Mm -hmm. Uh, like also it feels like i mean maybe it's because like the hospital was so small but like it felt like there was so many people like in the hospital and then like this like the group is still big but i don't know it feels like smaller in comparison yeah and some of the weapons like one guy's got a two by four one woman's brought an Mm -hmm. iron like an iron like a clothes iron. Yeah, that's like I didn't notice it like on first watch, but yeah, like people have been pointing that out, and it is like yeah, so weird. <laughs> like there's gotta be something better you can bring.
0: And that, and this all intercuts with um, Laurie talking to Hawkins, uh, about ah, uh, you know, I have to kill him, and we have to, you know, evil has to die, and blah blah blah. And I used to think Michael was flesh, but every time he kills, he ascends, and it's fear, blah. blah. Uh, it's, uh, so we see Michael boy. like get a couple of swings and he slashes one guy's like wrist a bit but they're able to shoot him and th- stab him uh, Karen stabs him once and goes back to see Allison to, you know because Tommy's like yeah we've got this Karen you know you go and see your daughter and we'll, we'll kill him but yeah. of course as Laurie's talking and we've got the dramatic piano music as Laurie's monologuing about Michael and him ascending and whatnot Michael gets back up and murders everyone that is around him. He kills Tommy, he kills everyone, and it's like, this didn't work. And it, yeah, like, at this point, like you have to just accept that he's, a, he's more than human, because otherwise, none of this works.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, like, I know, like, some people say, like, oh, well, like, in that first movie, he gets shot six times, and it's like, yeah, but I don't know, like, there's something about it, I mean, and, again, probably to the credit of John Carpenter, where it still feels believable, even though, like, Yes, you can say, like, uh, that's not likely that that would happen, but whatever. <clears throat> this, it's like, yeah, there's no way anyone's getting up from this. Like, yeah, well, like, they're shooting him, like, point blank. There's like, you know, stab him in, like, the back of the neck or yeah. the top of the spine or whatever. Like, it, it, yeah. And think the other thing
0: you have to keep in mind is that it's not so much that, sure, by the end of Halloween, maybe, like, we can confirm there's something supernatural because he does get up after being shot six times. But that's kind of the point, though. That's the ending. That's the yeah. the culmination. Where okay, maybe the ending tells you that he's more than human. But that's supposed to be the end, and he's never we're never supposed to see him again because that's there's maybe a standalone right. movie. So
1: you know, the, you know, we're well, certainly ca- not supposed to see him yeah. getting arrested.
0: <laughs> yeah. So sequels kind of you know play a bit faster and looser because they have to deal with the fact that we've already established mm-hmm. that he can survive a lot. So it gets a little yeah. bit more overt. But <laughs> yeah, but this was just like ridiculous. Um... So the actual end of the movie, Laurie's making her speech. Hawkins apparently is our new partner in crime because they're going to like take <laughs> down Michael together. But as this happens, Allison decides, because she, she has like, a vision of like young clown-dressed Michael in, oh, yeah. in the window.
1: She goes <laughs> Not up, sure what we're supposed to make of that.
0: <laughs> she leaves Allison with a paramedic. She goes upstairs. She goes into the room and stands where Michael usually stands at the window. And Michael, because he's killed everyone else has snuck around the back of the house, he's gotten up the stairs, and he appears behind Karen and kills her. And it's just like he killed his sister where, not that she's like, you know, naked after sex, but she's uh, like putting her hands up to try and block it and she's getting stabbed in the hand. Uh, Maybe much like uh, Big John said, maybe he did still stab her in the tip. I mean, we we don't know for sure. Maybe. (laughs) Um, But, and the movie just ends with Michael standing there breathing after he's killed her and then the theme kicks in. And don't get me wrong, Ending your movie with Michael breathing, and then the theme kicking in isn't bad in and of itself. That's fine. But... Yeah. Like... The mob stuff was so dumb.
1: Oof. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's so weird. Again, like, I, I can see some germs of like some interesting ideas there, but the execution is so poor and then, yeah, it, it feels like so weird that it's trying to have a message but then the message gets so muddled by the end and like yeah it's like at one point it's trying to have it so dramatic and like look at the violence of it but then like at the end I it's mean, supposed to be be like look how cool it is though like it's I, 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 so
0: weird i suppose you can say that i mean even though karen like took the wrong message so it feels like the message is murky the even the second time it still didn't work and she still got comeuppance for Going with the mob idea, mm. so I suppose arguably it's still very anti-mob justice by the end. But yeah, like, I guess yeah. it's it's, it, it's, I it's not exactly the clearest
1: thing in the world, is it? it? No, it's not. It's again, like I, I just feel everything is so baffling. Like it's just, I just can't believe that because you know like it's hard to make a movie you know there's so many channels you have to go through to get stuff made and even you know the last one i guess made a lot of money so they're probably pretty happy and you know Mm. giving david gordon green a lot of leeway but still someone had to approve this script and just the idea that people are looking at this and then looking at the edits and i actually think they did do reshoots at some point this but just the fact that they're able to get away with it and like yeah you know they were like um yeah no this is fine (laughs) like do this movie and the um and, and you know and, and I do kind of wonder too like if that was part of the decision to put this on Peacock like the same day mm. like if it was like if they were like uh, yeah I don't know what kind of people get word of mouth they're about they're this they're never <laughs> going to
0: admit that but
1: right that right, right, might have yeah. factored into the decision <laughs> for
0: sure they, they, they may have known it was going to be at least divisive I mean there are there are you know portions of the horror community who who do seem to be latching onto it but then those portions sure. those portions of the horror community that love the Rob Zombie movie so I mean that doesn't really like, right. <laughs> I'm not going to insult you. I'm not going to say don't like it. If you had fun, you had fun. That's fine, but... Um, Obviously, yeah, th- my, these uh, are like,
1: opinions, whatever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, like, I, 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 I can't not, like, watch this, and it's not like it was any better the second time. When I watched it again today, <laughs> I, I I, was just kind of, like... If anything, there was so much stuff and so many bad lines of dialogue that I'd forgotten that I was just, like, sh- getting shocked all over again. I was like, oh, my... like.
1: I mean, I I, I was talking to... I, I think... Um, I think it was like Matt and Keith or something, uh, online, but I was saying like that, I mean, I'm not in a rush by any means to rewatch it, but I, it did, it was like bad and campy enough that at some point I can see myself like rewatching it for a laugh, but I mean, it's not like, it's not good in any means. Uh, I'm not watching it and revering it the way, you know, the filmmakers want it to be, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not good. The one thing I will say again for its credit, I am intrigued by what will happen with the next movie. Uh, assuming they still make it. I believe... Uh, or, well, it's shooting in
0: January, I think, for next t- okay. October, so it won't be that long. Yeah. Which, I, did
1: you hear what they said about the next one? I heard there's going to be a time jump. Yeah, it's going to be a time jump, and it's going to deal with the events of this movie along with like the uh, events of like the pandemic and everything, which I'm just like, oh boy, I am not excited for that at all. Well, you know, that is the thing. I, I don't want to watch movies
0: about the pandemic. Not for at least no. 10 years, okay? Yeah. Eventually, we can maybe do pandemic-style movies, but the last thing I want right now is that, so... exactly yeah you know i i think it comes back to i know i know obviously (laughs) loomis did have the one or two speeches about how michael was pure evil in the original Mm. and he's an important character and he has the gravitas to kind of pull some of that off and the whole idea is that he's been so spooked by michael that he's saying Mm. these things um, mm-hmm. but other than that the movie doesn't dwell on it the movie doesn't have every character talking about him like he's some myth like he's some boogeyman like he's some whatever mm-hmm. he's just a kid who killed his sister when he was young right and that's mm-hmm. all he's ever referenced as by like the sheriff stuff the, the, the teenagers don't know who he is they've never really heard of him that much well I mean they have mm-hmm. a little bit because the kid's like you know there's a bit of a myth about the house and getting out of the house and whatnot. not right right, right. Um, you know a lot of the analysis of talking about Michael being pure evil and being Um, representative of like you know like the 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 fear of like society and like all of that is fun stuff to analyze and for us to talk about when every character in the movie is basically saying it out loud you rob it of actually having that message you rob it of having that feeling you just have characters stating concepts that feel like no that's what people reviewing it or people who are analyzing it should be saying not not you in the movie because people don't talk about that that in real life if there's a real serial killer in real life you don't start talking about he's the boogeyman or he represents pure
1: evil or you don't say evil dies tonight like (laughs) Uh, I mean I'm surprised we haven't mentioned that like 50 times in this movie but yeah like everyone like constantly saying that is so grating (laughs) oh my god yeah I Mm. I am flabbergasted you said
0: baffled at the start Um, yeah when I saw it, and I had seen it before you and Matt, um, you know, I was waiting for reactions. And you, you, didn't even wait till the end. You, you messaged me like halfway through saying, "What is this movie?" And Matt, who saw it in theaters, so he didn't obviously messaged me halfway <laughs> through, but he got to the end of the movie, and he just the, the message I got was, "F that ending!" Like he was so pissed <laughs> about the ending. I don't know how he felt about the rest of it, but
1: yeah, yeah so. I... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, the, like, the weird thing, too, is even if you don't have, like, you know, if you're not a super fan or, you know, even like a big horror fan, um, like, and you're just looking at a movie, you're not looking at it, the baggage of the franchise or whatever, mm-hmm. I still think it's a poorly made movie. I don't think it looks good. Uh, I don't think, like, you know, the pacing is good. I think it, you know, relies too heavily on, like, flashbacks and, you know, like, too, having so much reverence for the first movie and, like, yeah just this constant jumping between like you know uh like tones and everything uh that like you know even if like you're not like us like and you're not like super fans or whatever like i don't think you can still look at this and say it's a well-made movie <laughs> like unless you just you know, don't really care about like filmmaking uh, that much I, sorry <laughs> i think the wrong people
0: were making this i mean i said that but the last one i think it's even truer now with this one but there's further yeah. evidence for the case and then yeah like it's jumping around too much there's too many plot points uh there's too many characters mm-hmm. uh the ideas are big and grand and maybe if it just focused on one of them it would work but it sure. it yeah. speeds through far too quickly mm-hmm. um inconsistent tone and everything else we've said so I, I, it's time we finally rate this damn thing and <laughs> th- this is by far the longest episode we've ever done so Wow, uh, Tim, <clears throat> by all means, rate
1: Halloween kills out of ten. <clears throat> um, obviously gonna be very low uh, for everything that we, you know, just said. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna go like complete. Like, I mean, it's I, I, I think with stuff like this, there is a bit of an expectation because we watch like a lot of bad movies, but. A lot of times we're watching like the eighth sequel of a like straight to DVD franchise or something that we, you know, or like some piece of crap like that uh, or something that had like a micro budget that, you know, was made by like some weirdo that, you know, like we watch like a lot of bad stuff that you understand it's going to be bad. And so it's like, obviously we'll give it low scores and stuff. But uh, with something like this, when you have like the pedigree of, you know, people involved and actors, like, you know, you have good actors, you have, you know, directors and writers that, um, you know, have actually made other stuff that is good. Uh, you know, there's like a certain level uh, of expectation. And, and especially when you're doing like, you know, big, like, obviously, you know, we said this is not Peacock and stuff, but you know, this was meant to be a big theater release. Like it was supposed to come out, what, like 2019 or something. Uh, just last year there was just a little year was it just last year okay yeah um so yeah obviously uh obviously you know it's pushed back and everything but um but no like there you know you kind of hold it up to a standard that you think there's going to be a standard of filmmaking here which there just absolutely isn't every decision in this is the wrong one and to be fair like you know it, it does you know give it some camp value it does you know, provide with some unintentional laughs. So there is some entertainment uh, on that level. Um, there are some kills that are quite good, but again, it feels misplaced in this movie. So, it, you know, it, I, th- I feel like it's a little hard to rate that uh, because, yes, like as a horror fan, you know, the kills are important and, you know, and there's stuff like that's cool and gore, but, you know, there is uh, context for these kind of things. And again, you know, I keep coming back to, they want to get back to the basics, they want to do a direct sequel of these movies to the original, but then they're doing stuff that doesn't feel like the original. And, you know, these over-the-top gore, these John Wick moves, it's just, it's not like it. So even if there are cool parts like that, it feels like the wrong movie to be doing it. So... And, and, on that point, like, I think if that's all it was, though, so you see if it was like, okay, we got this
0: new Halloween movie, and the kills were very untraditional Halloween, very gory, and it's kind of silly how he's doing John Wick stuff. If it was just that, but it was just that schlocky tone the entire time, I'd probably be quite, like, forgiving and say, oh, well, at least sure. it's a fun, yeah. stupid slasher movie. Uh, th- the problem is, though, is it's trying to be a lot of other things at the same time.
1: Yes. Yep. That's the problem. And especially, and I, I think I'm much more forgiving if you're, like, trying to be something, like, kind of cheesy versus where you're when you try to be something that's like touching and dramatic and is like pulling out your heartstrings and mm. you miss it it's like it, it just feels like that much worse so yeah i I'm, I'm not gonna go like the bottom of the barrel i'm not gonna say it's the worst movie that we've ever done uh because you know this wasn't an eli roth movie so and it wasn't I, uh yeah. rob zombies halloween one or two yeah, that's uh, true uh, yeah a <laughs> was the more recent one like hellraiser's five six and seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> sorry I'm, I'm, I'm being a little mean but hey whatever uh <laughs> so yeah i mean it, it's not the bottom of the barrel uh and there was some unintentional laughs uh and i and, and to be honest i am more interested in a weirdo train wreck of a movie than i am just like a boring like you know it probably would have been a better movie if they just did a you know standard Michael escaped Days hunting people down, like it, it would have been a better movie than this, but also probably would have been like, it, there's a good chance it could have just been boring and just like, all right, it's just not really doing anything new, but whatever average middle of the road movie. I do think it is a little more intriguing when you get something like this that is really swinging for the fences, but they're just missing so much. And obviously that gives us a lot more to talk about because we've been talking about it for two and a half uh, hours for God's sakes. So <clears throat> with that being said, my score, finally, I think I'm going to give it a three. <laughs> um it's really bad um maybe has a few good ideas maybe has some good kills uh that are misplaced um and some unintentional laughs so there's entertainment value in that and and again it's at least interesting and it, you know I, i'm at least thinking about all the decisions even if they are literally like all the wrong ones <laughs> so yeah i mean uh, that's my score that's my justification
0: Yep, I concur with uh, pretty <laughs> much all that. Um, two and a half hours, by the way, with basically no tangents. So I might point that out as well. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, no, i you say that every decision, like, it's just, it's just even scenes where Tommy's making this speech, I'm like, okay, you have Tommy making a speech, you know, reminiscing about the events of the first movie. Okay, I don't necessarily love the idea, but I can get on board with it. <laughs> but then every single decision, like the intense close ups, the way he phrases things, the, the grandiose way he's like i was that little boy and the boogeyman's coming for you like every every choice every line of dialogue every like filming and editing technique used in that scene uh some scenes are better than others obviously they're not all completely terrible at like this one but it was like every single choice every single shot every single line felt like the wrong mis- the wrong choice <laughs> you know yeah and yeah. that's just it's yeah just baffling everything's baffling uh so uh, Honestly, I think you nailed it uh, with the three. I think when I read on Letterboxd the other day, I gave it a four uh, out of ten. But mm. honestly, seeing it again and talking <laughs> about it, I think I'm agreeing with the three. I think it is a goddamn it didn't mess. Didn't age
1: well in those two days. <laughs> no, nah, this
0: is this is like. I think the final point I'd like to reiterate is that you are obsessing with having moments, characters, names, and details from Halloween when none of that really is that important outside of the shape obviously killing people Mm. the only thing that's important is that it actually feels like it spiritually is a halloween movie and Mm. this is not at all (laughs) and what an exciting creepy cameo from a hand in the background that was delightful (laughs) Uh, but yes uh yeah damn that that, that kid's opening doors already it's exciting um (laughs) But yes, th- a three out of ten for me as well, uh, which brings uh, pretty much an end to this saga. I will t- quickly <laughs> do the outro. So, thank you to our Patreon producers for all the month. Thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Sharp, Bourne, Al Traisman, Christopher Moy, David Brown, and Stanley. Hopefully, this has been a, a joy for for long time fans of Screams to get such a <laughs> meaty. Uh, Slaughtering, let's be honest. <laughs> That's kinda of what it was. <laughs> uh so thank you to you all. You can support us by liking, subscribing, ding the bell for notifications, uh let, you know, sharing us out at Streams Midnight on Twitter, and of course supporting us financially over at patreon.com slash TV for as little as one dollar per month and uh you get some bonuses for your trouble But uh that is all of that. So uh thank you for joining us once again. And just quickly before we go, Tim does have to pause for the <laughs> thumbnail, so I don't know. Evil dies tonight. Three, two, one. Pause. <laughs> okay, I can live with that. Thank I'm you. Trying very to b- be in a mob. I am. S-
1: I, I, I should have had a prop like an iron or something. That sure. Be-
0: oh yeah, <laughs> an iron would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll Photoshop one on. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a. Don't know. Some. I know. Crap your weapon. Like something stupid. <laughs> I'll just
1: hold up a cat. Like, yeah. <laughs> Someone just throwing cats at Michael Myers. That would have been pretty funny.
0: <laughs> I'm so hungry, guys. This is uh, whatever I do. It, I, I, it. F- I still got a pee. Yeah. So. yeah, That was halfway through the show. By the way, that was an hour and twelve minutes in because <laughs> I, I noticed. I looked down and checked, and he asked. Uh, but that is that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. Mm-hmm. We always appreciate it. I can't even think straight. It's been so long. keep watching scary movies evil does not die tonight